0: Hello, welcome to Off Curve. I'm Wicked Good, and I am talking to you about Hearthstone from uh, the comfort of my streaming lair once again. And it, it feels like it has just been like a day since I talked to you last, because it actually has. Um, this is part two of the card review for Fortune the Baron's, and I am joined once again by Squelch's own Matt at Arms. Matt, welcome back. You, it, it's, it's the second day. You,
1: you're still here, so that, that deserves commendation in and of itself. <laughs> Well, the fact that, you know, you held off the best class until the second day to make me come back is just genius, and I appreciate that. So when we finally get to Warrior, oh, I mean, Warlock, there we go. Yeah, they're, they're, the, same. they're the same thing, we'll, we'll really. We'll get there. <laughs> yeah, you know. Well, you know, Warrior has does does have a kind of a priest theme a little bit, at least in one of the cards we'll talk about. But we'll get yeah. there when we get there. Yeah, I mean,
0: this is why Andrew always left priest for the second day to make sure I would come back, right? So it's like... You know, I, exactly. I, I understand. I I understand motivation. I get it. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so you know. Again, if you're listening to this and you've not listened to the first part, just be aware this is part two. Um, you're so we're going to be talking about rogue through warrior and warlock. I forget which one is is. I can't do alphabet, but whichever one's last in the alphabet and also the neutrals. Um, if you want to hear demon hunter through priest. That will be in part one, which if you are listening to this, may already be in your podcast client of choice, if you're listening to this on the podcast, or may not have downloaded yet because they would have come in quick succession. So uh, make sure that you're listening to that. Um, but this is part two, where we're going to talk about rope through the rest of the alphabet. And also, I, I realized when we were introing um, part one, we didn't actually talk about the rating scale or, you know, kind of the purpose of the the card review and and the so I want to make sure to make clear that this is not a dusting and crafting guide we are very likely to be wrong on a, a fair number of cards if you follow the podcast at all you know that I do a rearview mirror episode at the towards the end of every expansion that goes through all the things that I got what seemed like now in retrospect was embarrassingly wrong. <laughs> so, so and, and sometimes <laughs> there are just things that miss or some things that we don't account for. And also cards get better when other cards are printed. Sometimes a card is not, it doesn't have enough support or doesn't have the right deck to fit in or the meta is not, you know, doesn't have the thing that it's trying to counter in the meta to um, in, in order to make. That card good. So just be, even if it turns out that we say a card is trash and we're right, doesn't necessarily mean you should dust it right away. Um, also worth mentioning, I do on the blog part of Off Curve, I do a number of dusting guides for each one of the standard years as they rotate out that talks about the cards that have seen literally zero play or very little play that you can then go ahead and dust safely without affecting your ch- your, your prospects in wild. Or I guess in classic now I need to do one of those for classic once we see what the classic meta you know settles out to be. Um, but so you know I, I never advocate dusting anything that's standard legal because think cards get better and cards get worse. So um, all of that is to say this is for entertainment purposes only and to kind of give you some ideas of how you could use some of these cards if you're going to be deck building. Um, but don't don't take this as some, something that you should be using to uh, you know maximize your dust because. We, I don't. Want, I'm. I'm not responsible for that, and and I don't think Matt, you want to be either. So, um. Also, as far as the rating scale is concerned, when we're talking about um a scale from one to five, we're talking about the um you know the viability of a card in a deck that wants it, which means that a a card that is a five may not be in a top tier deck, but it is something that's a build around. So a five would be a build around or something that's an auto include. 4 is usually a key card to an archetype whether or not that archetype is good or not is, is kind of irrelevant for that discussion but it's going to be key to an archetype like if you're building um if you were building quest hunter in the last set you would always put in play uh swarm of locusts right that would be a 4 but the swarm of locusts you would never play anywhere else and if quest hunter is not good you're never going to play it but that would be the 4 3 is usually a um a, it's a general support card or it's something that would go into one of those decks and be played. Generally, it's one of those cards that might fall out as as decks get refined. Two is more filler for constructed, stuff that you would play when you're discovering it or generating it from random from random um, effects, but you wouldn't necessarily put it in a deck on purpose. And one is generally trash here. It's an arena common. It's something that you're never going to put in a constructed. You don't even really want it off of a random effect. You might not even pick it off of a random effect in constructed. And, there, and we... I think we have zero for very special circumstances. I don't know that we've ever used it, but I think we we you know it's there just in case you know if yeah. we need to break glass on it. So,
1: <laughs> and I think if I think also for six, uh, if we do have a six, it's like which I don't think we have any in this set. It's 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 gonna It's what a card that is obviously is going to be nerfed as soon as like it, we see it's yeah play. like they they made some sort of a horrible mistake and they shouldn't have printed the card the way that they did. But I don't I don't think
0: we've used that either. Um, we I'm trying to think if there was anything. I mean, Nitro Boost might have been close.
1: Yeah, I think we both were very close on Nitro Boost to
0: putting it as six. So, but it did take them a whole expansion to do it. So they ner- they nerfed Hysteria first, which you know we anyway. I, I don't I don't need to get angry, but anyway, <laughs> <laughs> we're
1: both angry with that card with that card being yes, nerfed for for different reasons <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
0: So anyway, so let's get in with that. Anything else you want to add to to start off before we get into the uh, before we start getting into the cards again, Matt?
1: No, I'm good. I'm just looking forward to saying this first card's name. Okay, you go ahead. I'll, I'll,
0: I'll give you the honor then. Right. Since you did, since you were so kind to come back a second <laughs> day, I'll give you the honor. Go,
1: go ahead. All right. So the first card we're going to talk about is the one of the rogue legendaries. It is Scab's Cutter Butter, and I love that name. It's it's so good. So 4-mana, 3-2, or 3-3, three, three, sorry, with combo. The next two cards you play this turn cost three less. Um, the text is spooky. It's very spooky. Um, and a six-mana reduction is a lot, uh, but it's on two different cards. Um, I think this has a place in a lot of rogue decks. The fact that it does have combo, though, um, really kind of makes you think twice about this. Um, but also the fact that I think you might be running Kazakus in a lot of rogues lists. And, um, and since it's a four mana card, Kazakus competes with it. And I think Kazakus might be better. I'm giving this a four because it's really good, but we'll see how it wraps, how it fits in. Yeah, I guess the question is how good is Tomb
0: Pillager, right? Because if Tomb Pillager is also good, then you're not running Kazakus. Mm -hmm. Um... But I and I don't know if Tomb Pillager is good enough to to you know push Kazakis out. I think that this is a scary card. I actually had people DM me on Twitter, like calm me down when, <laughs> when they saw this initially. And it's like so the one of the things to keep in mind is that it's it's a net the net cost reduction is two. I mean, taking it taking out Foxy fraud shenanigans, right? But You know, it's really like a net two cost reduction, and maybe even less than that, considering that you have to combo it. So if you're if you're if you're playing a one or two mana card to combo this to discount the other cards, you probably could just play the other cards, right? So so, but it is letting you do more in a turn. Now that's not as scary. Um, now that now that questing adventurer and um and Edwin are gone in standard. That's a little bit less scary. If Questing, Adventure, or Edwin were were gone, I don't think I would care about that as much because it's still letting you play a gazillion cards in a turn. And we're also, I mean, Rogue generally doesn't want to play cards that cost more than three right now. I guess maybe that's good. That may also change with Questing going out, but you still have like things like Secret Passage and you still have like Aggro, Rogue, and whatever that are still looking to just kind of get things and do as many things as quickly as possible. So that's kind of tempering me on this. But I think it's still a four because I think that in, in anything that's more of like a value Rogue, and, and as much as as, stu- as stupid as that sounds, like that's what Galakrond Rogue was, ultimately, um, I think you would still see something like this being played. So I think it's probably still a four. It'll probably find a place in some decks. But yeah, it, it fighting with Kazakus is going to be an interesting push and pull if, if this plus two Pillager is better than just running Kazakus. Yeah. Well, also, you,
1: I want to also point out that this card was buffed late in development. Because when we got the email pre- revealing this card, it was shown as a 4-mana 2-2, two two, and then uh, the, uh, the devs on Twitter were quick to show us the, this current version, which is the 4-mana 3-3 three three version. So they thought this card was stronger. I think it kind of tells us they thought this card was stronger than it was, but in testing they realized it's not as strong, so they were go ahead and bump the stats on it. So then that and that, and that and that tells you a little bit of what they how what they think the power level is the card, and I think that's actually kind of interesting to see that so
0: yeah, th- this is one of those cards, like one of my one of my maxims for card reviews is the cards that look broken, look obviously broken usually aren't, and it's usually the cards that the cards that you you have to look about, look at and read three times before you understand what they're doing. Are the ones that you need to be scared of. This one looks obviously broken. Yeah, when you read it, and I think that's one of the ones that maybe is not quite as broken as it looks, but it's still a spooky card. Yeah, agreed. And I mean, we've been we've just been through you know three months of whirl kick that you know would would have abused the li- the living bejesus out of this. Oh, so. for sure. So you know, it's it's one of those things where where the, fa- the the changes to standard make this a much more reasonable card than it would be would be otherwise. Oh god,
1: imagine pulling this off world kick in the middle of a world kick turn. Oh my god. Oh
0: god, no, 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 no. <laughs> I want to okay. try it in wild.
1: now. I want to try it in wild.
0: Pe- and people hate priest. Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, apothecary apothecary Helbrum is a formatted three two legendary battle cry and death rattle add a random poison to your hand. So um, Nitro Boost Poison, Deadly Poison, any basically all the poisons affect weapons. Um, you have Leeching Poison and Wild that gives the weapon lifesteal. We've got a couple more poisons that we'll talk about in this set. I, 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 I don't know with this. Like, theoretically like a Weapon Rogue would want this, but I don't know that it really does because it costs 4 and it's a 3-2. Mm-hmm. Right? And I don't. It just. I mean, it's not Zarrell I mean, even Zaryl didn't see a lot of play back in. Uh, gosh, what was that?
1: Was that? Um, that was. Um, that was back in Ungoro. Yeah, it was
0: Ungoro that that he was there, and, and he was fine. I mean, this is the one of those cards that, in like a four set meta, it might see some play, but it's this is kind of just okay to me. It, it feels like a three to me, just because like I don't some of the poisons just are not great. Yeah. And I don't know that aggro rogue, but I mean, aggro rogue might want more of the good ones and take the chance that they're just going to get the not great ones. Yep.
1: Yeah. This card was a lot better when, um, when nitro boost was still one mana. Um, yeah, this reminds, like you said, this is a very much, It literally has very similar sa- the text and stat line and everything to zero poison mind, which is one of my favorite rogue cards ever printed. Um, and I think this does go in, like, a value... Like, I think this... If Galakrond Rogue was still a thing, I think this actually might just go straight into Galakrond Rogue because it's just a value generator. Um, in, like, in the in the poisons that we're getting, also things you want to do in, in uh, Galakrond Rogue. But I think this... Uh, in the way that Rogue's shaping up to be with uh, these cards and the cards that are still around, um, they don't want to play this card. And um, it also, once again, also 4 mana competes with Kazakus. And it doesn't do as much as Kazakus does. Um, yeah,
0: I mean, even in Wild, like Kingsbane Rogue, I don't is like more of an aggro deck now. So I don't yeah. even know that that Kingsbane would, Rogue would want
1: this. No, it does. It doesn't fit in Kingsbane. So I think, yeah, this is a solid two for me. You know, I'll, I'll play it out of just sheer, uh, sheer um, uh, love for this particular type of card. Um, but I think. Like it, it'll fall out. Like I don't think it'll. I don't think it'll stick around. But if like if we do get a Galakron style rogue or a value based rogue, maybe this does could this go sneak in. So
0: yeah, or or some sort of like a value a value weapon like Kingsbane.
1: Yeah, exactly. Right.
0: Then that then maybe that is. And 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 Chad is pointing out Zaryl's actually from Old Gods. I th- I thought it was a little bit older than than Ungoro. Oh yeah, yeah. Because oh, was, was the legendary
1: from Old Gods. That's right. Yeah. yeah. No wait. Yeah. No, Old Gods legendary was. Anyway, yeah, was yeah. Oh God, that was. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Anyway, moving on. Yep. All right. We're old. Yeah, Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) All right, moving on to Yoink. Uh, It's a one mana rogue spell. Discover a hero power. Set its cost to zero. Swap back after two uses. Um, this is a solid one for me. I don't think this is you don't put this in a deck. Um not and I'm not exactly sure what we're trying to do with this. Um I guess having a hero power when you're up that you're when you have a weapon that you equipped up is nice. Uh, it gives you that extra chance and the fact that it's free for twice for two turns is pretty good. But if you're putting this on a deck in purpose, I think you can find something else to put in that spot.
0: I know what we're doing with this. We're nerfing Wandmaker for Rogue is what we're doing with this. Because and 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 it especially would have been before the nitro boost nerf, because like the the pool of one cost spells for rogue prior to this coming in and nitro boost getting nerfed would have been like disgusting with a capital disgust. Yeah. So like this just makes Wandmaker maker less appealing because you're get, and especially with nitro with nitro boost getting pushed up to two now that you're um n- now that you're likely to get this because this is just like this is. Not what you want to be doing if you're playing a um. You, you want like deadly poison or I forget what the I know deadly poison and nitro boost were two of them and there weren't very many of them. So this kind of um pushes that uh, pushing that pool a little bit. That's really that's really all it is.
1: Yeah. The the only application I see for this card and this is tells you how bad it is, how bad the applications are. Now for Yoink is the fact that you can equip poison blade from TGT. And use your hero power twice to upgrade Poison Blade by two attack. And that sounds awful. Because to a Poison Blade it was a four mana one four weapon that didn't improve unless you used your hero power, which is an awful card. But anyway. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Alright. Alright. We we don't yeah, we don't need to talk about this anymore. And speaking of um speaking of of weapons that, that upgrade, we have Swine Tusk Shank, which is a three mana two two weapon. After you play a poison, game plus one durability. So like this is the payoff for for playing the apothecary i guess
1: mm-hmm.
0: um and i mean the poisons that you're going to want to play i mean deadly poison ca- counts nitro boost counts so like you're you're buffing your weapon and getting an extra swing on it but like 2-2 is pretty slow to start and if you don't bu- if you don't draw any of those buffs then you're just kind of swinging a wet noodle around yeah and and like self-sharpening sword like there's only so many weapons you can run in a deck anyway because they replace each other and like maybe after like this this year's rotation this coming year's rotation like the one that is going to be like in 2022 and when you don't have self-sharpening sword then maybe we consider this but I don't see a world in you in which you're playing this over self-sharpening sword
1: yeah I'm agree with I agree with that 100% like I think Self, self. I gave this a two as well. Uh, yeah. Self sharpening yeah. sword is way too good, and you won't play this as long as self sharpening sword exists in its current state. Um, if if self sharpening sword gets nerfed at some point, maybe you consider it. But also the way they want you to, they, the way this weapon is designed, you kind of want to kind of go all in on it and build around and build around it. The problem with that is somebody plays ooze and you're sad and you lose.
0: Yeah, I mean. It is worth mentioning that our our options for weapon removal are much less than they were. It really is just ooze now. Because we lost Harrison, we lost lost Zephyrus, and we lost uh, Bloodsail Corsair. So it really is just ooze and two copies of it. So you might need to run three weapons and then you guarantee that one of them sticks. Um, But yeah, it's... I I also gave it a two, which is appropriate for the stats on the card. Yeah. So,
1: yeah. <laughs> All right, moving on to the rare oil rig ambush ambusher ambusher. There we go. Uh, four mana, four four. Battle cry, deal two damage. If this entered, deal two battle cry, deal two damage. Period. There we go. If this entered your hand this turn, deal four instead. Um. This says really cool t- card text because if you can Shadow Step it, if it comes in off Secret Passage, technically you're not drawing cards. Um, if you randomly generate it somehow, uh, it will do four damage in the screen you play it. But also it's a four mana, four, four, that uh, if you're putting in a deck with Secret Passage in it, if you pull it off Secret Passage, you also feel sad because you used all your mana that turn playing this. Um, I don't think this card's that good. I don't think it actually goes in a deck at, this ten- at the current play- time in Hearthstone.
0: Yeah, I mean it's it was exciting for about 15 seconds between when Eviscerate was was announced that it was going out of core, and I mean we'll talk about Wicked Stab in a minute, but when that was, when, as soon as that got got revealed, like this became irrelevant. Yeah, because like okay, because the thought process was for about half a minute. Okay, well this is the new Eviscerate. If you want to if you want to play Eviscerate, you're going to pay four mana for it. And it's going to come with a body, and that seems reasonable. And then wicked stab got revealed, and then that's like, no, no, we're not doing that. So yeah, this is a, this is a two, and and yeah, again, Kazakis is a thing. You, there, this is not again, this is not going to push you out of playing Kazakis like Tomb Pillager, and um, and and scabs would push you out of playing Kazakis. I guess if you are not playing Kazakis, you you might consider this, but there is also only so many four drops that you want in rogue, and and I don't think this makes the cut even there. Exactly. All right, move on. All right, so paralytic poison is another one of those poisons, which is a one mana nature spell. Give your weapon plus one attack, and your immune. Your hero is immune while attacking. So this is not a weapon aggro rogue card. This is more of a value rogue card. I mean, this is basically giving your weapon the um, the quest the the new, quote unquote new rogue quest um, ability where you can use your weapon to remove things and not take damage while doing it which is a powerful effect but we would need to see a very slow control rogue which we very rarely see outside of something with and i I don't think we're likely to see without like the level of stupidity that galakron brought in um and and look we're losing a lot of that so like you'll get this off of the apothecary sometimes i guess if you want to if you want to play that um, I guess if you're doing the if if you're doing the the other the two two weapon, then you might want this just to you know, but I, I don't see you really putting this in a deck because just because the other weapon buffs are so good and so much better than this.
1: Yeah, I, I gave this a solid one. I think this is this is awful. I mean, it's just one attack, and like yeah, immune, immunity when attacking the other person's face doesn't matter. Um, and this is a this is like trying to. Basically, this is like okay. You can use your weapon to trade into minions, but if you're trading into minions with your weapon in rogue, like other than than early game tempo, I think this isn't good. Um, I don't. I don't see this. I don't see this really ever becoming a thing unless yeah. Like unless value rogue becomes a thing, and sometimes right now value rogue is not nearly a thing. There's not enough support for it.
0: Yeah, I'm giving this a two just because I think that there might be some niche applications for it, but. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not feeling it. It just feels like, I mean, if, if this is what they want to do with Rogue, which is give them some not great cards for once, I'm kind of okay with that. Same.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving on to Field Contact, uh, which is kind of a nuts card. By, by well, Speaking of great cards as opposed to not great cards, Field Contact, three mana, three, two, after you play a Battle Cry or combo card, Draw a card. Um, it's auctioneer for minions and/or actually spells as well. Uh, Penfling- and this is uh, Penflinger's best friend. Um, I don't, you know, you just play Penflinger and draw a card. That seems good. And then uh, it's kind of replaces World Kick in that deck, but also World Kick just won you games because it would just give you all the cards in the world. Uh, and sometimes you just run out of gas, but also this card will draw you until you into your late game, and you will likely draw a thousand cards off this. This card is amazing
0: yeah I, I think that the one saving grace is that the pool of combo spells in particular got a lot worse, um especially with eviscerate going out like that that was a big deal um it be just because like being able to eviscerate and then send the pen Flinger back to your hand and then continue this chain would would be completely you know unacceptable yeah <laughs> I guess is the is the the word that I would want to use I mean um, you know I, I'm trying to it's really kind of frustrating just as a, just an aside that there's not like a year of the Phoenix um, filter on like the official, the official like card library page nice agreed um because like i don't understand why we don't have that at this point like i understand it's not going to be an issue in like a couple of days but it still would be kind of nice to um look back a little to, bit to be, yeah to be able to just look at that quickly and be able to see but out of cards at least has one which is why i'm i'm bringing that up now but i mean you're you're looking at like coerce
1: which is good cold
0: blood i guess is is still there I thought Cold blood's, I thought cold
1: blood's leaving uh, well, they they
0: have it. They might that might be wrong then, um, but you. So you have. Let's assume that it is brain freeze, swindle, and coerce, right? So that's that's a little bit better because I mean coerce and brain freeze. You need to have a target that you want to hit, um, and this is always going to combo. So you might have to give up your own minion if you want to keep that going. And then the rest of them are minions. Oh,
1: a couple stick around. Okay.
0: Okay, so it's so yeah, so you would have to have something for that. Um I mean cold blood and swindle are always gonna be good, brain freeze and coerce a little bit less, but there's only those spells that are actual spells in um in that are left in standard. So that makes it a little bit more acceptable. Yeah. But even so, like yeah, but this is a this is scary. Yeah, with
1: penfl like, yeah, with penflinger, with um the one the one thief with um the two one that does damage to the board. This this can this can get out of hand, in my opinion. I think this can just draw yeah. you a, a ton of cards.
0: Yeah, so I, I don't I, I don't like this. I'm giving it a five because I don't like it. Cause I feel like I mean, when I, I, I take my cues for rogue cards from Ridiculous Hat. And when Ridiculous Hat posts a tweet that says your rogue card your rogue deck starts with two copies of P- field contact, two copies of penflinger, and the rest of the deck doesn't matter. Yeah, <laughs> that, exactly. That, 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 that's when I give it a five. So yeah, I, I think that that's pretty much where I'm at with that card. I, I, I get rogue cards wrong a lot, but looking at when 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 Hack gets that excited about a c about a rogue card, I get very scared. Yeah. Alright. The same way that he gets very scared when I get very, that excited about a priest
1: card. So. <laughs> Alright. Let's move on right, so, to what oh, yeah. oh, this is this one Jerry. Is this me? Okay, Efficient
0: Octobot is a two mana one four mech with Frenzy. Reduce the cost of cards in your hand by one. This is either amazing or terrible, and I don't really know which. Because, like, like reducing your whole hand by one is is a scary effect. But also, you need to actually damage this thing without it dying, which means that you are probably spending a Backstab on it or a Prize pr- or a Prize Plunderer. Um, to, to hit it for one and then so you're spending two cards out of your hand to discount the rest of your hand how much does that matter I, I, I don't know I'm, I'm kind of at a I'm at a three and I'm kind of on the borderline of a four with it just because I, I guess maybe I am at a four with it because it feels like that effect is good enough that you'll want to work it in and you probably have ways to damage it or you run broom and you can rush it into something um, but it's always going to take two cards to get that to go off without your opponent killing the Sun Sight, which they're probably going to be I- inclined to do. Though there is the, the, you know, the same argument that I made with the, the Priest Caravan that this is a thing that is going to draw removal and force your opponent to deal with this as opposed to whatever they wanted to do on their turn, which kind of helps you with tempo, especially if you're having a slow start.
1: This card's a five. You're overthinking it. You just play it on two. And then, like, because like, it's one four on two is really hard to remove. And also the fact that, like, this takes damage and the rest of your hand is reduced and really efficient for as long as those cards are still in your hand. This is just nuts. Um, you know, and also the 1-4 body, it's it's big enough you can stack, like, uh, a Nitro Boost if we're still running that. You know what I mean? So you can stack a Nitro Boost on it. You can, you can just trade in with one health stuff. You can... You Know throw cold blood if we're somehow running cold blood, which you know, whatever, but you know, it's <laughs> um, this is absolutely insane. I think this card's just good, it's and it's just gonna like be at the two mana slot for Rogue for the next two years, yeah. I think, or you draw a
0: million cards off of the field contact, yeah, and then and then you drop this, and then, yeah, and then you drop yeah, it, and, and then pen, pen and, then
1: Penflinger, and then you drop you draw even more million cards, oh, and it God. gets reduced, and then yeah, this card's insane. It's very.
0: I'm leaving it at four just because out am out of out of optimism, but yeah, I, I'm I'm agreeing with you. Like this is this card's this is this is probably scarier than the field contact. Honestly, yeah, this card, like, yeah,
1: this card, this card's. I mean, yeah, like I was thinking about like I was thinking like when I first saw this card, I was thinking about all the possible like, okay, can we do an OTK? Can we do something silly with damage? And I'm like, no, we just play it on two and like in a tempo rogue, and and our, and the rest of our hand is better. You yeah. know, so
0: Or your or your opponent has to expend A lot more resources to than their need to. way to, yeah. to kill a thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. This card's good. Either way. Either way you win. Yep. You you either win by making your hand better or making their hand worse. Yep.
1: Yeah. Exactly. <sighs> rogue. Okay. Yeah, just rogue <laughs> just rogue things. Alright. Yep. Moving on to Silverleaf Poison, as uh, the exact opposite of the previous card. It's two mana. Uh give your own weapon after your hero attacks, draw a card, it's a nature spell. Um, you're already drawing a thousand and a million other cards in Rogue, um, between cutting class, between field contact, between uh, heck. You could even with scabs make sprint cost one. Uh, this this card's insane. there uh, no, no this card doesn't have a place anywhere. <laughs> like it's insane if you put it in your you deck. You It's like if you get it off the news. There, if you get it off the um, apothecary. You feel bad. Um, yeah, I don't, yeah. I, don't, I don't see where this has a place. I don't see this has a home. This card's this card's a card you never put in your deck. It's a one. I mean, you have enough card draw in Rogue, right?
0: Like, I mean, there's, there's a point, and, and you would think that Rogue would hit it eventually, and maybe they actually will, where uh, there's too much card draw, right? You, you still have Cunning Class. You still have Swindle. You still have Secret Passage. Do you need to draw a card when you swing your weapon? Probably not right like you're not putting a card in your deck to draw a card when you swing your weapon when you already have plenty of better ways to draw so yeah i I think i mean it's a two again because maybe that value rogue happens and then that's something that you you want to do later on maybe but i'm i'm because just because like anything that that you know allows them to use their weapon and also get incremental value off of it i feel like is something to consider in in a deck that we don't have yet but right now there's no reason to play this yeah
1: yeah, this, it's it's just it's the 35th card you put in your deck. Yeah. If that high. And then we get to this card, which I get to
0: talk about because it's got half my name and it makes me very upset. <laughs> <laughs> so Wicked Stab is a two-mana spell. Wicked Stab rank one. It's two-mana spell. Deal two damage, which means it can go face. Upgrades when you have five mana. When you have five mana, this does... Four? Am I correct on yep. that? I know I got those numbers wrong last time, yep. and that's this is probably what I was thinking of. So at five mana it does four. At ten mana it does six. So we rotated our Eviscerate to print Eviscerate. That we don't have to combo. Uh, that we don't have to combo. And it's uh, again when we're talking about the ranked spells, we're talking we're generally evaluating them at rank two because rank one they're they're intentionally underpowered. And rank three is kind of like if you're top decking late, then fine. But that's not generally what you're looking to get out of it. So most of the time, when you care about this card, it is a two mana eviscerate or better. It is a non combo eviscerate or better, which I don't understand why we rotated eviscerate not to give ourselves like at least just like a meta <laughs> where, <laughs> where we don't have two mana deal for, right? Um, and, and Matt, I, and Chad is pointing out, it makes it a little bit worse because of field contact that it doesn't actually proc it. I, I'm, I think we'll live. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I think it's fine, especially cause I mean, if world kick went out, okay. Then I, if World kick was still around rather then maybe we could have that discussion, but like it's eviscerate, you're playing eviscerate. Right, like that. We don't need. We don't need to think about this that hard. This is eviscerate, except for the first four turns of the game when you didn't. When you generally would have to think about playing it without combo anyway. Yeah, to remove like a minion that's going to kill you. Exactly. Right. So this is an easy five. I don't see how you don't start with this in most rogue
1: games. Yeah, this card's just silly. Like, especially if you somehow make it to turn ten, it's a fireball for two mana. This is card is stupid. Uh, <laughs> like. Um, yeah, I, I understand why they printed it, and I guess you know sometimes you just need direct damage in rogue because they don't have enough. Maybe they didn't have enough with the on. but yeah, this card's an easy yeah, five.
0: Roach, just you know, rogue just is so is in such a bad spot <laughs> that they just they need the help, right? Like it's just like they're they're they need to get off their private jet and then beg for beg for change on the street corner, yeah. Like it, it's. <laughs> I don't I don't understand like like <laughs> Weapon Rogue is almost unchanged like if they had it nerfed Nitro Boost Poison that whole deck would have lost exactly Eviscerate and then he gave them the one card that rotated out of that deck. Yep.
1: Ca- right. Yeah, this card's insane. This card's silly. It's just silly. That's like <laughs> that's and I actually put that's my notes for this card. This card is just yeah. silly. It's uh... I,
0: I, I don't I don't understand. I don't understand. I, I don't understand, but whatever. I, so we get. So I, I get. A, I get a bad version of. I, I get like scuffed breath of the infinite, and Rogue gets like super eviscerate. Like thanks, <laughs> thanks Blizzard. Uh, well, uh, okay. Well, well. Let's 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 move on to happier topics and, and we can move on to Shaman. That's enough that's enough
1: rogue rogue complaining for one day. I guess so. Uh, talking from one class we don't understand to another one. Uh Sh- Shaman, uh, Shaman's got murlocs and Elementals and uh a lot of spell damage, which is cool. Uh so Brucon is a four mana five four with nature spell damage plus three. And uh we're probably gonna and a lot of us whales are gonna get this guy diamond, which is kinda sweet. So just looking at some of the nature spells that we do have in the classic set, or in the core set, and also uh, in the previous set, like this this guy turns lightning bolt into a fireball, which is sick. Uh, Some nature spells we're getting just absolutely get better, and anything with spell damage plus three is good. And his stats are on rate. This card's really really good. I think you just run him. I gave him a five because he's just good.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's 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 like a zero percent chance that this is not broken at some point, yeah. right? It may not be right now, but like there's going to be some point, and it'll probably be if it, if it, if we don't have a burn shaman by like the third set of of the standard year, they will print burn cards, right? But like if you're looking at like what we have, like lightning bolt and serpent shrine portal, both go face and are both nature spells. Mm-hmm. So that turns lightning bolt into turns both those into fireballs, effectively, like you said. Storm strike is also is also a uh, a nature spell. Yep. Oh, and dunk tank is too for some reason. I don't understand how they have dunk tanks in nature,
1: but hey. apparently dunk tank is a nature spell. Uh, you, know, you know, the the water of the tank and the rock that causes the guy to go in that's that that's totally natural. But but dunk tank with this is oh my god that's terrible. That's a that's a five damage AOE for eight mana. Holy crap. That that
0: also goes face for we'll that face also goes face for seven. for seven.
1: Okay, that's good. That's really good.
0: Okay, uh, yeah. I mean, that, I, I'm going up to a five yeah. like that. I didn't realize that dunk tank like this is again. This is like when we started doing the we we only got like the full oh. like spell school reworks like a couple of days ago, and that was after we did the initial ratings. Mm-hmm. Had I known that dunk tank was a nature spell like that, that's that that's it. Like you, I mean, especially because you can you know you can just do not yashiraj and get them back, and you also have um. A diligent no taker is still going to be in standard. Oh,
1: and land- oh, and um, landslide turns into a flame strike that hits twice. Right, and li- and lightning storm
0: is also uh like a super flame strike. Yeah, and yeah, and and also tidal surge. Yep. and tidal wave both have Lifesteal. This. <laughs> so I don't know if you're you're probably not getting you're probably not getting tidal wave down with with Brukan, but like seven you know deal seven damage heal seven for each is, is a thing that you can do also. Yep. Yeah, this is this is. I mean, this is the kind of thing that shaman needed, um, and and you know, yeah. Chad is pointing out like the the four the format of five seven overload dragon was almost okay, but this doesn't have overload. This is just fine. Um, but yeah, I think I think donk tank is the key here, right? Like Dunk tank is already kind of a finisher in a lot of um, in a lot of of shaman decks, and when when Dunk tank turns into like this is almost as good as like more aggression mage, but you don't have to work nearly as hard for it. You just have to draw a legendary. So yeah, I, this is an easy five. We, there's a reason this is in diamond, and I think you'll see it. Yeah, a lot. this
1: card, this card's getting pushed, and I think that, that the fact they put them gave a diamond card in, to two shaman in particular is tells you a lot as well. Yeah. So Firemancer flurgle is fun to say. And that is a two mana,
0: two three Murloc. After you play a Murloc, deal one damage to all enemies. So the, the Murloc Shaman is uh, the other way that that the other direction that, that shaman's getting pushed in the set. And this is uh, more so through the neutrals than the than the class cards, but this is a big driver to play Murloc Shaman in um in Murloc's in Shaman. I mean, this is Altruist for Murloc's. And Altruist is good. altruist was good. And a lot of Murlocs are cheap. So you get, you know, you get, you hold a bunch of Murlocs, you draw a bunch of Murlocs, and then you just start d- developing and, and wiping the board. And, I mean, we've seen how Altruist works. And this is, you know, this is Altruist but fishy. So I think this is, I don't know that it's a five because I don't know how good Murloc Shaman's going to be. But I I mean, and, and I think that there are actually other Murlocs that make the archetype more viable than this. This is kind of like the payoff, but I think this is a solid four. For, for Murloc Shaman in particular, yeah,
1: I'm I'm not quite as high on it. I think it's good. I think it's very good, but I don't think it. Um, the fact that you have to play a Murloc to get the trigger instead of summon a Murloc kind of, oh, yeah, it's true. Kind of yeah. hurts it a little bit. I think you know, and also Murloc decks run fast. You're, are you going to have enough card draw in Murlocs to get this on? Like maybe if you if you get like two or three, tr- if you get w- like two triggers off this, I think you're super happy. If you get three, you're ecstatic. Um. It's it's good it's good Merlock support. It helps him keep the board. This is good. I think this is fine. Like a lot of people were like losing their mind over it because it's very much like Altrus, but I think the fact that it's just it's kind of like fishy Altrus is it's it's fine. It's not it's 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 not it's not gonna it's not gonna blow everyone out of the water.
0: Yeah, I mean Murloc Tiny Fin is a card in standard now. Yeah, right. So like you can get it. You can. I think you're probably going to play that if you're playing Murloc Shadow. Yeah. Um, and, you know, so that, that kind of does help a little bit there, though there are considerably fewer cheap murlocs than there used to be. There's really just like tiny fin, tide collar and uh, spawn pool, spawn pool for George will talk about that cost one. So, but I mean, this costing too means that you can kind of make use of that later on. Um, I think, I mean, you're going to play it, right? Yeah. Like, if you're playing Murloc Shaman, you're, you're playing this. Like, I don't think you're ever not playing this. So that's where I gave it That's where I give it a four. Like, I don't know if it's good. I don't know if the deck is good. But I would have a hard time seeing a Murloc Shaman being played that doesn't run this
1: yeah. card. Yeah, and also, just as a, and I know we don't talk about wild very often, but I do play a lot of wild. This card's absolutely bu- nutter butters in the wild because you, one, have the, sm- the Murloc quest to make this work. Oh, Two, yeah. you also have a card called Toxfin, which makes everything poison which make if you put make this poisonous, all of a sudden everything dies on their end. It's pretty sweet. But
0: Yeah, and, and there's also the the one the, the Murloc who every time you summon a Murloc you add a Murloc to your Yeah, hand.
1: exactly. Yeah, which we which just rotated out. So yeah, there, there, there's support for it there. In standard it's not the very it's very very much watered down. Oh, I see what you did. Exactly.
0: Oh, that one I'll acknowledge. The, the, uh, <laughs> the-, the elemental not so much, but that one I'll acknowledge.
1: <laughs> All right. Mo- moving, on to cha- yeah, moving on to Chain Lightning. Uh, it's a two-mana nature spell, uh, Chain Lightning rank one. Deal two damage to a minion and a random adjacent one, and at, th- at five, after five mana it does three, and after ten mana it does four. Uh, this is a board control tool for a control shaman deck, which always there's always one that seems to pop up, and I know and I'm looking forward to appa building one. Um, it runs it, you know, and also you know dealing two damage to two separate minions is pretty good. Um, it scales really well, you know, three at three mid game, five, four late game is really solid. It's a good card, and also it, with Brucon, it's absolutely nutty. Yeah, it's, it's a nature
0: spell, so that's that's good. I mean. You the problem that shamans had for the most part is other than torrent, it really hasn't had very much in the way of like early game removal. I mean, lightning storm getting buffed helps a lot there, just because lightning storm was just bad for a long time, and now at least like lightning storm is reasonable. But this is also kind of a good uh, you know a good way to just deal with a, a small aggro board that's starting that's starting to get out of control. Yeah. So yeah, I think this is a four. I think any any sort of a slower shaman list is probably gonna at least consider this and probably run it.
1: Yeah, like if like if we're up against a rogue and they play like a minion next to their stealth minion, yeah, you just target this minion and hopefully you hit the stealth minion. It's it's good. Yep. So yep.
0: Okay, uh Lillipad Lurker is a five mana four five elemental. Oh, we have elemental synergies in Shaman too. That's the other theme. They're 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 it's it's kind of amazing that they have a small book of magic cards and they're already pushing shaman in like three different directions, but um and and that's you know good and bad. But so Lily Peddler is a five mana four five elemental battle cry. If you played an elemental last turn, transform an enemy minion into a, a zero one frog with taunt. I I I don't see this. Like it's yeah, it's hex with a body, right? Like I get it. I think that I mean I've played elemental decks. Like I remember I don't remember oh, what the the. Um, the the one from Angoro who was like bananas when you when you played an elemental the day before and he gave you like the four things you could choose oh, from Calamos the primal one um, yeah Calamos. yeah that like he was he was nutty and he was difficult to pull off yeah. right like unless you're going all in on elementals which is really not recommended yeah. like I've tried doing the all it like I again I, back in the day those of you who have been listening for a long time will remember the saga of Janky Mage. <laughs> <laughs> which, was, which was an elemental mage that was relying on a whole bunch of that stuff in Un'Goro, and it never really worked as much as I tried. I tried really hard it's hard to get enough elementals to guarantee that you're going to you're gonna be able to proc this, and like if you don't then it's like it's a five mana four five. yeah so like i don't maybe if we get more elementals or we get something along the lines of a um of a firefly or a a um or the, the the candy elemental for mage, like maybe then that starts happening. But I don't, I just don't think you have enough good elementals to justify running this
1: in shaman. Yeah, I think yeah, that's the thing. It's like I don't think there's a there's quite enough elemental shaman support or elemental uh, support going in on this. Uh, I gave it a three. I might bump it down to a two. Uh, just to, yeah, I'm, I'm at a two with it. Yeah, because yeah. it's one of those things where it's yeah, like. I'm not just sure this is what we want to do with the elementals. I, like, you know, sure, a hex is great and all, but, like, um, I don't know what we're hexing right now. We're not, I don't know what we're hexing right now, and I'm not sure what we we'll are gonna be hexing in the future. Well, the problem is you need to know what you're hexing the turn before, right? Because you need to set—like,
0: this is goes back to, like, what is this card asking me? Well, this card asks of me to have played an elemental the turn before and then be able to play this and have a target for it right and that's a lot like when you're when you're when you have a battle cry like if you played an elemental do x damage to face right fine well okay i just need to play an elemental then i get to do face damage fine they're always going to have a face they're not always going to have an minion or certainly a minion that you want to that you want to to hex and if it's a a non-threatening minion and you need to go face that could actually get in your way right because then you have a taunt that you need to get rid of um. Yeah. This. I don't. I don't like this. I don't like the whole. If you play an Elemental Last Turn in general, but this one in particular, I don't like. All right.
1: Moving on. Moving on to No Fin Can Stop Us. It's a three mana uh, spell. Give your minions plus one plus one. Give your Murlocs an extra plus one plus one. First of all, go watch the reveal video. Blister Guy's reveal video is amazing. Oh yes. Um, yeah, you absolutely but should. But also, this card's really solid. Like, if you're playing a Murloc deck, this you run two of this every day and all day. Uh, if you're running any kind of board based shaman deck, you're still probably running this, even if it's not completely Murloc based. Um, it ca- re- kind of replaces Bloodlust in that list, but also the the buffs are permanent and stick around, so it actually is a lot more useful than Bloodlust ever was. I think this card's a solid four. I think there's, you know, you, you run incidental Murlocs in a deck that makes this card good. And then the Merlocks that you incidental Murlocks you do run, um, just get better. This card's this card's great. Yeah,
0: I mean if we're if we're talking about like the scale that we laid out, right? Like you're always running this in a murloc shaman, and, and this is one of the reasons that you're running a Murloc Shaman. Um and I mean it's also worth um, you know, worth considering that um like Storm's Wrath was Descent to Dragons, I believe. Yeah, Descent to Dragons. So that's rotating bloodlust is gone right so like there aren't that many board buffs anyway in shaman so like if you want to play a board buff this is what you have to work with and if you're playing murlocs then it's it's an extra incentive um and three three is not a lot of mana in, in a deck like that so yeah i think it's a solid four it's
1: it's pretty straightforward oh you get a caravan for once
0: i get a caravan i get a uh, this might actually be the better caravan actually um, the better one than priest. So, this is Tiny Finn's caravan, which, first of all, is adorable. They're all riding on the back of a, of, a, of a crab. It's, it's, or is that a snail? I think it's a snail. And, and it's just absolutely adorable. Um, two mana, one, three. At the start of your turn, draw Murloc. Well, we are, if we're playing Murloc Shaman, we, I mean, this is not a Murloc, but you probably want to draw Murlocs. And again, you don't really have a problem with getting your opponent to kill your minions. But getting a minion out there that will get you a mur- that will snowball if it sticks and also will is not a murloc for your future um you know your future endeavors that you have to make your opponent waste your waste their removal on a not murloc is probably okay. Um I mean, you know, it's other and, and like what other draw are you running in that yeah. deck? I mean, Farsight is Farsight still in, still in standard I, I don't believe it is. Um yeah, so it's like it, you know what you're running are you going to run like Manitai totem? I don't think you are. Um, so like for this kind of a deck, I think that you know this might be a good enough draw to justify running
1: it. Yeah, this is the only I was looking, looking at it when I was doing the initial review. This is the only card draw that shaman really has in the set. Um, so you like you kind of have to run this just out of the sheer desperate need to draw cards in a in a, in a somewhat aggressive deck. Um, like you know, this gets replaced by anything that says draw a card on it in the future. You know, and like the fact that we might be forced to forced to run this kind of makes me sad. I'm giving it two just for that reason.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think I'm up to do three because I think you'll probably it, it'll fall out, but I think you'll probably run it, and, and I'm just confirming. Farsight is leaving, Manatide Totem is staying. So you could run Manatide Totem, but... like, And Manatide Totem is going to be... I mean, Manatide Totem basically has the same text on it, because most of what you're going to be drawing are Murlocs, but it also costs one more. Yeah, but, it, but Manatide is also at the end of your turn. So that's a lot... At the end of your turn, not at the start of your yeah, turn. Yeah, so it's a lot yeah, better. So it, it's... It, well, it depends, right? Because it's still three mana, right? So that that could in, a, in an aggro deck that wants to flood the board, that one mana can make a difference.
1: All right, moving on to Earth Re- uh, Revenant. Um, it's a four mana two six elemental taunt battle cry deal one damage to one enemy, all enemy min- minions. So this is a this is a uh, elemental that doesn't ask you to do anything other than play it, which is a lot better than um, the previous elemental that we talked about that hex things. Um, so maybe this does and it does kind of curve into that card, which is kind of nice. But also like the one AO, the one uh, damage AoE is 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 uh, relevant. Uh, depending on what the meta looks like um so this like i think if like elemental shaman is a thing it's definitely a control shaman and i think this definitely gets run in that deck so i gave it a solid three yeah and six is
0: a lot mm-hmm. right like six is a lot of health like we saw that like we they had to nerf cabal accolade um so that that in and of itself like that's a lot to chew through if you have... Uh, the only thing that's a little bit concerning about this is if you're playing against any deck that has Frenzy Minions, that this is going to proc all of them, right? So that it's going to be kind of meta-dependent in that way because you're really not going to want to do that if you're playing against, like, a Warrior and you're just going to just give them all of, their, all of their, their effects all at once. That said, if they're not playing a lot of Frenzy Minions or there aren't a lot of Frenzy Minions in, in the meta, then softening everything up for it to run into a taunt is a good thing. Um, I think that this is probably going to be Meta-dependent, but this probably is a 4. You're going to have to be a little bit careful when you play it. But, I, I mean, 6 is so much health that even unless the frenzy effects are really, really, like, game-breaking, I think you probably want this anyway because it's just so much health to have to chew through. Alright. Cool. You got the... Did I say I give that a four? I gave, gave a it a four. four. I don't know. Yeah, I, I gave it. One. I gave okay. it a
1: solid three, just because it's 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 there. It's good. It's good, it's good enough. It's good. And like if we're running elementals, this is what we do.
0: Yeah. Um, so, Arid Stormer is a three mana elemental, two five minion. Battle cry: If you played an elemental land last turn, gain rush and wind fury. So again, <clears throat> like that's a mini Alec here. Like you pay. I mean, well, you get the divine shield on, on Alec here as well. And char- right. And, and, and in charge, charge not and charge not yeah. rush. Right? But, <laughs> but like, you know, I mean, so like this is basically like a better, a better crab rider, right? If you can play an elemental the turn before. If you're not getting this on curve, is that good enough?
1: I, I think it is. I
0: it, it well, because like you're both gonna have to play it on curve. Or you're, you're gonna have to play it, get it at a point and you're also going to have to have played an elemental before it right so like the elemental before because like a three mana two five with no text is not exciting so it's like you're gonna have to go on all on all in on on the elementals i guess if you're doing that you're probably playing this because that's really nutty if you have if you have enough elementals to trigger it but if you if you don't have an elemental to trigger this this is going to be stuck in your hand so I, I feel like this is a three just because I don't believe I've I've played enough elemental decks to not believe in elementals, but Um, I recognize that if that deck is good, then this will be in it.
1: Yeah. And and I I first initially judged this as a control shaman tool where um, you rush in two... Like, basically, so you play an elemental previous turn and then you play this and then you rush into two smaller minions and remove them, which is pretty sweet. Um, The thing that actually bumps me up on this card to a three from a two, however, is the fact that there's a one three elemental that makes your elementals in your hand cost one less. Your next elemental costs one less, I believe it says. So when so, so like if we're playing a more of a tempo elemental deck maybe then this like that one drop which we were hard mulliganing for and this on turn two is absolutely sick um, you know so I think this gets this has some application and I think this is really really solid and I think the fact that it actually does work in a kind of a tempo tempo mode and like if we get if we get good enough to get that if we're if we're good enough Hearthstone players to draw the curve of this on of the one three on one and this on two. But uh, I think this, you know, this having also the control, the control shaman elemental tools as well makes this reasonable enough that I think we consider it in that deck, and I gave it a solid three.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess we have menacing Nimbus, and we have Cage Match Custodian, which are both elementals. So, and 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 technically, Imprison Phoenix is a is a dual class card. We've I forgot that it's a dual class card because I've only ever seen it in Mage, but. Um, so like theoretically you have You have a bunch of ways to proc it So I'll go up to a 3 I'm going to go up to a 3 on it also But I'm, I'm, I'm not I just uh, Part of it is I just don't believe in elementals Right? So that, that's kind of where I'm at with it But yeah If you're playing elementals And you do have plenty of 2-drop elementals
1: To curve into this Yep All right Moving on to South Coast Chieftain um, It's a 2-mana 3-2 Murloc Battlecry If you control another Murloc Deal 2 damage Remember when we just put even cards in Shaman to play a Sparky? Yeah. This Eel? think This actually, I think this actually asks less of you because there are like, there's a chance there's a Murloc going to be on board and you can use this to, contr- to control the board uh, early in a Murloc deck um, and like, in a later, and in, in a little bit of reach late in Murloc Shaman, which is also, which also, which is also a good thing. I think this card is phenomenal. Um, you play it in every Murloc deck until Murlocs rotate. Uh, this is a four. Is it is it the build around? Is it the reason you're playing Merlok Mur- Shaman? I think it might be. I
0: think it's. I I think I'm starting to think. Yeah, because I think
1: yeah the the two damage ping early game means a lot, and like yeah. So I'm going up to a five. Yeah, on it for that I'm reason. with you on that. I think if we if we're building Murloc Shaman, this goes in. Uh, this go just is like the first deck card you start with, and then like the yeah.
0: you start you start with this, and then you put you put other things in. Like Flergol is a good support card, but this is where this is what you're starting with. And like even like later, you could just play another Murloc the same turn that you play this. Like like there are enough cheap Merlocks. Like you can save this for like turn three or four, play a Murloc and then play this and immediately get the two damage. Like this this is this is easily the reason that you're playing Murloc Shaman. I mean this and then one of the neutral Merlocks that we'll get to. But this this in particular and shaman is the reason you're and playing. And the next card as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, and the next card is it's the one drop that you want to play alongside it, which is Spawn Pull Forager, which is a one mana, one two Murloc with death Rattle, summon a one one tiny fin. And it is not it is not Murloc Tiny Fin, it's its own adorable different tiny fin, which is was also a bonus in its favor. <laughs> um but yeah. Yeah, you're you're hundred percent playing this. Like the you know, I mean if you're again if you're playing Murloc Shaman. It's a four because you're playing this. I mean, that's your one drop. It's a it's a it's a murlock who drops a murlock. Any and it has two health, so it actually is going to require like a card to deal with it. Um, it yeah, there's, there's not a whole lot to say. This is just good in a Murloc. Yep. Summon.
1: Oh, I can't wait. All right, I'm, I'm excited. I'm ex- so excited now. Okay. All
0: right. We're, you
1: have to promise you're
0: not going to leave the review after the warlock. I'll race. try. I'll. We still have to do warrior. In I neutral, will so. try. <laughs> okay. All right. we will go on we'll go on to warlock and and i will just let you go with your girl and and go all right
1: there. so we get, so warlock uh the the uh so warlock has very interesting uh tools to set it's a lot of shadow shadow stuff it has a lot of self mill stuff and destroy your opponent's stuff which is interesting and um a little bit of zoo which is kind of nice. Um, so let's talk about Tamsin Rome, which is the card I'm going to craft gold. Uh, it's a huge. It's a, she's a one ma- a three mana one three. Whenever you cast a shadow spell that costs one or more, add a copy of this hand that costs zero. Um, it's a super l- great value generator for a control warlock. More soul- any, all the cards that uh, generate soul shards that are spells are also uh, shadow spells, so you can just get more of those in your deck. Uh, when you're, if you decide to self mill yourself, it doesn't, it, it kind of having milling soul shards doesn't feel as bad. Um, I just absolutely love this card. Like cards, like hysteria, cards, like siphon soul, cards, like even like twisting Nether. uh, you can get for free drain soul for free, uh, you know, later in the game in wild. You can run this, like uh, you can basically run this in dark glare warlock, which, uh, power overwhelming, and, um, Things like that are now free in your hands. You just generate them, and she's just killing killing you for a lot. This card, you know, helping you kill kill people with giants with their power overwhelming four times. You know, things like that. Uh, this card is great. I, I love her. She's amazing. And, um, yeah, it's it's like as much as you were excited for Zyrilla, I'm excited for Tamsin. Because this, card, this card's great. I gave her a 4 initially because, you know, I didn't know all the sh- Shadow cards. She's a 5 for me.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'm going to stick it a 4 just because, like, you know, it, it's... You're not going... Well, you're not really going face with this, no. which I, I imagine they were not going to do that. And yeah, Soul
1: Fire... Oh, but,
0: I mean, it's not, it's not asking a whole lot of you. It's asking you to play Soul fry, yeah, you're it's, it's,
1: ask, it's Yeah, right? it's you're asking you to play good Warlock Spells. So yeah.
0: or or you could play deck of chaos and
1: then swap twice. Sure. <laughs> if if you, if you want to, sure. I'm actually I'm actually I'm actually sad. I'm actually sad that like deck of chaos is not good.
0: <laughs> I mean, it could be. We have time, right? Like it's not it, it's it you know, we're not done yet. But yeah, I mean, I like all the like just getting extra soul fragments, being able to get all that extra healing, like that I, like I've been Maureen's been trying to get herself to Platinum, and we've just been playing Galakron Warlock, like, the whole way. Like, that's, like, Nemzies, yeah. girl, and yeah. that's it. And, like, she doesn't... She's, like, a Warlock main right now, which you'll be happy to hear. She's gone from a Hunter main to a Warlock main. And, like... But, like, being able to get extra Soul Shards in your deck... Again, for the self-milling, I guess it doesn't necessarily super help you if you're trying to get rid of your deck. But just getting all that healing in and then getting the draw effects to be able to to play things like Backfire or whatever... To be able to just use that to be able to heal yourself back up is really really strong, and being able to just like double the number of, of soul fragments to be able to get like a six a six minion militia or whatever, um, like there's a lot of applications for this. But any soul fragment deck like this is the new soul fragment card. Like that that's pretty straightforward, and they're they're generally all cheap enough that you can that you can use it. The only bummer is that raised dead costs zero, so it doesn't actually work. With yeah,
1: it. and but but, but that's, that's also yeah, but it's a shadow spell, but you get another copy of raised dead in your deck. Which is good. Which is a good thing. So yeah, this card, this card, this card's great. And yeah, uh, DCU. Yes, this is my name. This is my day one golden craft. I actually dusted Yasera last night just so I could make sure. I, the go- I, dust- I dusted my golden Yasera, and uh, it's going to be replaced by Tamsin and Run. So just just make sure to if you haven't opened your your packs. Oh, you already did,
0: but you haven't gotten her yeah, yet, I haven't right? gotten her yet. So so just make sure to craft her before you open up any packs on uh, oh, on for Tuesday. Sure. Okay. All right I'm doing the same thing with Zyrella. I'm open, as soon as I, unless she's one of my golden legendaries i'm I'm crafting her golden and that's and not looking yeah, back. Exactly. i I've like, got enough I've got enough dust for I, it even
1: know. like I, like even if I open her in those two in those two legendaries I get like i like I'm still like gonna dust it and craft her golden <laughs>
0: Did, oh! Did, oh! Did you do the fifty? The fifty dollar one? Yeah, one?
1: I, I couldn't justify the eighty dollar okay. bundle this time around. So I, I, I'm a whale, so I did the eighty dollar one. So
0: I, I don't have to worry about that. I don't. I don't even have that small yeah. risk. <laughs> so <laughs> so I, I'm actually, I'm actually, um, I'm
1: actually glad you get to talk about the next card.
0: Oh yeah, Niru Fireblade. The is another card that launched a thousand Reddit threads. So five mana. 5 out of 5, 5, battle cry. If your deck is empty, open a portal that fills your board with 3, 2 imps each turn. So, uh, friends, if we go back to the very first card <laughs> review that I ever did with Andrew, there was a card called Lakari Sacrifice that was a quest that if you discarded however many cards, that you would get a portal that would summon three, 2, 3, imps every turn. And I called it trash. I went out on a limb. Was terrified afterwards because Trump was on—not that Trump, but the, the Hearthstone Trump—was Trump. on his stream and theory crafting a discard Warlock because he thought it was busted. And I was right, and he was wrong. But I also opened three copies of it <laughs> before they had duplicate protection because, of course, I did. Um, this I think is actually better, and the the reason that i say that is because it's if it's saying each turn that means that your opponent can't actually clear this when that when this happens let's talk about the effect first then we'll talk about like what's what you have to do to get there because this this card is clearly asking like if we're talking about how much does this card ask of you this card is asking like the world of you so we'll we'll get to that in a second but like The reward is better because it's filling your board. So you can play whatever many minions you want, and then the rest of them will be 3-2-Amp's. And those 3-2-Amp's effectively have charge because your opponent can't actually clear them because they just get respawned at the end of the turn. Um, So this is considerably better because you're talking about 18 18 damage that can go through... that taunts aside is all going face. Um, So it's going to end the game. Um... And it's it's eighteen because it's six of them because the portal will take up a spot on the board. Um, there's enough self self mill in here that I think is viable, and um, this is the one deck I actually when I theorycrafted it I put Kazakus in because you don't because even though you're running four cost cards in the deck because either you either you you burn Kazakus or you just wait <laughs> wait wait a minute and eventually Kazakus will um will go off. But you can play Ticketus Uncorrupted in this deck. You can. There, there are a few other self-mill cards. I don't think it's going to be that hard to do it. And it's just going to be a matter of like, are you going to live to that point? And I think that between the reward being as good as it is and the the cards that are self-milling are pretty well, aside from the, the, one, the one cost spell, are generally aligned towards helping you not die. I think that this could actually be a thing. So I'm giving it a four because... If you're doing this I guess I I guess it's a five because you're never building a deck that's doing this without this right but and, and so like this is the build around card like this is the reason you're doing it this deck may be terrible but it's oh uh, uh, so, uh, Chad is saying that it's confirmed that they spawn only on your turn which if that's the case that I'm pulling this down yeah that's
1: where part. I think I'm at with that' that's because like, yeah I think it works like the yeah. same like I think the portal works the same as the old portal I, I don't
0: understand why this says each turn and not at the not at the start or the end of your turn. Because that's that's what that's the wording that's weird on it, right? Because like normally it will specify when on your turn, and this doesn't. So and, and I pulled these from the from the Hearthstone site. So this is the official wording. So that's why I'm that's why I'm saying each turn, because each turn is like gruel is each turn. Let's look at the next. let's look right? at a
1: token here. Hold on one second.
0: Yeah. Cause like yeah, the token would actually be more important than what the um, than what the what the battle cry says. But like, cause Gruel says each turn, and Gruel, tri- and, and Micro Machine trigger on um trigger on both of both turns, right? So like that's where like that that wording is important. Oh no, it says at the the portal says at the end of your turn. Okay, so that makes it that makes okay. it worse. That makes it worse. Yeah, that makes it considerably worse. Because I mean, there, you do get to a point where it's hard to clear that, but it's not that hard to clear yeah. it, right? Um, so that that's gonna that's gonna bump me down to a that that's gonna make me a lot less interested in building around this actually. Yeah, just because like it's you're at the end of the game if your opponent knows you're doing this they're gonna save all their removal for that and then they can like there are things like condemn that just two mana blow up your board and then keep going. Right, I mean, presumably you would have Joraxis down along with this to kind of make that a little bit harder, but I mean, you might burn Joraxis in the process. Uh, yeah, okay, I'm I'm way lower on this card than I yeah. used to be. My, my
1: my feeling with this card, um, yeah, like yeah, the self mill thing is is a thing that they're offering for to you in Warlock. I'm not sure you actually would do it outside of maybe one or two cards. Um, uh, this card, however, I think if you were building like a uh, attrition. Pure control warlock. That just like the the, the 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 design of the deck is to go to fatigue, and like you know eventually close out a game just for she, out of sheer boredomness. Like it's like say it's a priest deck for but for warlock. Um, you know I didn't mean to actually attack you there, but you know it came off that way. I know, but it's it's, it's natural. I get it. <laughs> but it's one of those things where like yeah, so like if the, if we're just making an attrition warlock deck, and all of us and like you know and now we're out of cards. You know, and like, okay, and we're in an attrition mirror. Now we play this, and our opponent has run out of stuff that clears things because this is just generates stuff every turn, and you're already Jero and dropping six sixes, and your weapons your weapons run out because, you know, you've swung fort with it eight times. This card is the win condition on that deck. Um, but, you know, outside of that, like, you know, in any, any, any other matchup, it says five mana, five, five. That's okay. You know, and that's meh. But I think, you know... But you know, in that particular case, it's good. Uh, Outside of that, like, if we are doing self-milled, this has a chance to be milled. So it's—I'm not nearly as high as on this card as I was on Tamsin. I think it's probably a three, maybe a four.
0: Yeah. So so okay. So now that I've kind of come down from that disappointment, right? Like, if you think about like the free admission ticket stacks, right? Those generally, like, you will you'll you'll get to the point where you're almost like even in fatigue, right? By the time that you that you ticketus them twice cuz you've drawn so many cards that you're between tapping and free admission and sometimes they run sense demons, you might even run backfire, whatever. Like but you're you're like you're you're burning through your deck so fast to make sure that you find ticketus. And sometimes you find ticketus at the end of the game and then you've kind of gotten yourself even with in fatigue with them. And you actually die to them because they still have cards in their hand, and you you basically burn through your whole deck just trying to find him. Well, okay. Well, now you have this as a backup plan, where okay. Well, now I'm going to drop this. Now I've burned through my whole deck. You're gone. You are through your deck. You have you have limited resources. And by the way, I'm building a board of three twos that you need to deal with every turn, to to speed up the clock. So I could see like in that style of a deck. This could be a thing without actually needing to run like all of the self mill cards necessarily. And and like if you're if you're, you know, late enough in the game that your ticket isn't going to matter. Fine. Mill the last five cards off my deck and drop this. Maybe that's it's probably still valid. I'll probably keep it at a four just because I think
1: it's it's got a place somewhere. It's just
0: I don't know that self milling is what you want to be doing with your life now.
1: Yeah I'm, like, yeah, I'm like, um, t- 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 if you force me to give an integer, it's a four. So, all right, moving on to Baron Scavenger, a six mana, six, six epic with taunt, costs one while your deck has t- 10 or fewer cards. Um, sure, if we're doing self-mill, I guess, but also there's a card in that exists called Strongman, and it's free when you when when you when you corrupt it, and you're corrupting it with your axis. Uh, so not sure why you'd run this card. This card's a two this card yeah yeah. i
0: mean you're running Ticketus, which means you're running yasharaj which means if you want of if you want a cheap a cheap taunt you could just get more of them off of yasharaj so yeah i don't understand i mean maybe maybe in a year when yasharaj rotates and strongman rotates then maybe you consider this but yeah this is a this is an easy two it there's you you just don't need that many types of cards in deck all right move on okay uh, speaking of self mill, Alter of Fire is a one mana is a one mana fire spell. Destroy the top three cards of each deck. So again, if we're self milling, then this is fine, right? I mean, but this is effectively one mana do nothing, right? Like if you can't actually reorder your opponent's deck to get, or or they're you know they're not playing like Sightless Watcher or whatever, right? Like that. Is is actually going to uh, deal with you know tell you what you're what you're burning like they may as well just not draw it like we have to go through we have to have the whole milling a card is just the the same as it being on the bottom of your deck unless you're specifically going to fatigue and like if you're not actually self milling yourself if you're if you're trying to do that then this will work if you're not then you're basically hoping you're going to tilt your opponent which it will this will launch <laughs> this basically says one mana to your opponent that's basically no, what this One says. Mana generator reddit thread yeah exactly but it's not actually doing anything for you in the game unless you specifically need to i mean burning a card it's not even like magic where you're milling a card puts it into your graveyard that you can do things with like burning a card just removes it entirely so there's not any benefit to you other than getting the size of your deck down and i think there are but be- you can just draw those cards so yeah, I think this is an easy one now.
1: Yeah, the, uh, honestly, yeah, it's, it's a one for me. Like the only time this actually becomes like relevant is like if we if like lore pe- core pe- Lorekeeper keeper keeper becomes a thing again. Uh, like and also like in wild, um, I'm, you know we're not talking we're, we're not we're not talking about wild, but we're talking about wild because it's wild. Um, like in Reno Lock, like against uh, Reno against uh, Raza Pari- or, uh, Reno Priest, you know they pull Kelt on five and like you just burn their you burn their uh their their the top three deck, the best three best cards in their deck, and then they concede. So I think you know. So there's applications for it there, but like in actual normal play, no, this card's like one mana do nothing. So
0: yeah, I mean, it could be like a you know, it could be a tech card in tournaments, right? Like if you if you're if. Like let's say that let's say that you have like agro demon hunter that's playing kelt and doing things. I mean, Altrus is gone, but they're doing that just to get skulls, and then you play this to burn the skulls. Like, I could see that if that was the thing, but that that seems like a very edge case. Like in general, you're not. Yeah,
1: if, if specialist ever becomes a thing again, we might consider this. Oh
0: God, no! Don't okay. joke. That's worse. That's worse. Than, that's gonna that's gonna tilt people more in this part <laughs> Don't do
1: that. Alright, let's talk about Soul Rend. It's a four mana shadow spell. Deal five damage to all minions. Destroy a card in your deck for each one killed. Uh really strong removal, like really on like you know, four mana for five damage removal is really strong. Uh if we are. Um I think we just run this and I don't think we don't I don't think we really care about the stuff that's milling in our deck because when this clears a board, like those cards that you're burning in your deck don't matter really don't matter anyway. Because you are probably not going to get to them if you are playing this. I think this card is really good. Yeah, or or you save it until your
0: deck is dr- yeah. is dry, and it exactly. doesn't matter. Um, like I think that because like if you are playing this, you are playing this against an aggro deck, and then it doesn't matter what's in your deck because you are not getting to that win condition. So, yeah, I think this is a solid a solid removal. I think it's a it's an easy four. Um, I, I think it's something that you are going to it's going to be meta, specific, meta meta dependent. But if there is a lot of aggro, you just play this, and you'll be fine. And and you know this is going to be some this is going to be a a, a teaching moment for a lot of Hearthstone players a lot of Magic players have kind of gotten over that self mill is okay in some cases
1: you know and not to get too attached to the the yeah value in your deck is a thing that does not exist
0: and I mean if again if you're throwing a ton of soul soul fragments into your deck destroying five cards is or destroying x number of cards not even five it's however many you're killing. It may not even be that bad. It, it's probably going to end up being the same, right? Because you you would heal. You're you're destroying the healing, but you're not taking the damage from those minions. So, all right, uh, Bloodshard Bristleback is a three mana, three three minion with life steal, battle cry. If your deck contains ten or fewer cards, deal six damage to a minion. Like this is an Omega minion, effectively. Um, and we don't really play Omega Minions unless Dr. Boom is, Dr. Boom Mad Genius is in Standard. Um, other than that, we're generally, like, a 3-mana three 3-3 three, three with lifesteal is fine, but, I mean, at least it always has the lifesteal. But you're playing this for the for the Battle Cry, and you're only going to lifesteal however much it actually does damage to it. And even then, and you've got the minion, it's fine, but, like... It's not a demon, which I would want it to be in mm-hmm. that deck, just because then free admission would would yeah. discount it. Because like if I'm playing now that I know what we're you know how that effect works, we're playing this in a free admission deck, which means we want every as many of the cards as we as we can to be demons. And this is not a demon, so that kind of puts me off of wanting to use in that deck, which means it doesn't really yep. have a place.
1: Yeah, this like. The fact that like the, the also the damage only can go to a minion, especially when a, a deck that's designed to salt like to burn your own cards to get to a, like a strong win conditions, destroying a minion is not a win condition. Um, it you know destroying at their face is a win condition, and if this went face, this would actually be actually playable and actually might make uh, sh- uh, self mill warlock a thing. But it doesn't, and so self mill warlock is not going to be a thing. I gave this a two. I gave this a two. That's the same. All right. Oh, good, a caravan. I get the caravan. <laughs> All right, so Apotheca- Apothecary's Caravan, which I spelled completely incorrect, but it's fine. And on the street, but whatever. We're not like anybody's going to see this play. See, see, see this card. Please see play. Two mana, one, three. At the start of your turn, someone will want to cost me from your deck. It's a zoo caravan in a, a deck that doesn't want to play it because it's too slow. Um, yeah, it's one. It's bad.
0: Yeah. You, I mean, you could just play a Dark Lair on that turn. And and you'd be much happier. Like you have, if you're paying two, like two mana may as well be a million for Zoo. No. And oh if you're paying two mana for a minion, it better do something a lot better than this. So yeah, that's an easy one. Yeah, there's not even there that much we need to say about it. Like it, like you have minions, you have other two drops that demand removal that you don't need to actually play this in order to in, in order to justify it. Yeah. All right. Um, Imp Swarm rank one is a two mana fell spell oh that's fun to say fell spell fell spell um, summon a three two imp it upgrades to two three two imps when you have five mana and three imp two imps when you have 10 mana no you're not doing this like even in zoo like you' you don't want the game to go that long as zoo no. anyway and like three two two three three twos for two mana is not great. You know, when if you're getting to five mana, you don't really want to get to five mana. And then if you're if you're playing this at below, before five mana, you're basically just getting a flame imp that you're paying one mana extra for to not do three damage to your face, which you don't care. So I don't think you're ever yeah. doing this.
1: Yeah, to like run. it doesn't scale well at all. It, like it's probably like the worst of the rank spells in my opinion, and I don't think we'll ever run this in anything. All right, Grimore a sacrifice. Uh, it's a one mana shadow spell. Destroy a friendly minion. Deal two damage to all enemy minions. This card is outstanding. Um, even like if you like want to run it in a zoo deck to pop eggs, to uh, pop a death rattle in control, we'll just run it with explosive sheep to make a big AOE. Um, this card's, this card's outstanding. It's a solid one and you can get it, you could play it and get it for free off of, um, uh, get another copy for free off my girl. So we're, we, we, and blow her up and still get another copy. And it's, it, it's good. It's just good. It's just a one manner room. It's like kind of, yeah, it's just, it's just a, so, it's just a solid AOE spell. I love it.
0: Yeah. And I mean, if you think about the kinds of things that you'd be running in like a slower deck, right? Like you're almost always running Spirit Sheller. Like that's, that's, that's always good. Like, especially in a free admission deck, right? Like spirit jailer is a demon that you can draw. And then you also have like the, um, uh, the, the fire breathers and, uh, you know, like the, the one five taunt and you've got the Minari Masher, and you've got like a lot of like these little, these minions that kind of do something. And then once they've used up their, the, once, once they've, they've served their purpose, then you can use them to clear a little bit more. I, I, I like this a lot um you know you have enough bad you know like these little janky minions anyway and i mean even later in the game if you're jaraxxus then you can still like use that as a as an aoe if you need to i mean i don't i don't know that you necessarily need a two damage aoe that late in the game but if you could then it's three damage deal two to the board which sometimes is yeah, and the, fact, yeah
1: so, and the fact yeah so and the fact it's also one-sided aoe it's not both sides it's great yeah
0: yeah and and ruby and egg is back um and bone the 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 discard a card like bone but web leg bone, up. bone yeah, web. Leg up. yeah bone, like up is, uh, bone web egg god that's hard to say is is back too so is or still around so yeah there's there's things you can do with this. Um yeah this is easy yeah, for it's, it's just good. Yep. Um and finally we have Cabal Outfitter because I if Kazakus is back then the then the Cabal is back. Um three mana, battle cry and death rattle give another friendly minion plus one plus one so i mean zoo likes buffing minions and being able to both do that as a battle cry and a death rattle seems pretty good the only reason i have it is a three is a little bit on the expensive side for a plus one plus one um buff on one minion at a time um but i i wouldn't i don't think it's going to be very hard for zoo to fit this in but i could see it falling out if it needs to go faster for whatever reason is the only reason I have. Yeah, to have I
1: think this is a four. I think this just goes straight into it's good. It's really good. Um, You know, the battle cry is solid and like, you know, the death rattle, like you have to clear other stuff before they kill this. This is good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's it's pretty straightforward. There's not it's not super complicated. And again, we have eggs. This makes the, this allows the eggs to attack. Um, it, It's just a matter of like how many buff, how many buff effects are good enough, but probably all of them. <laughs> like, I, I don't know that you ever, like, cannot, can have, like, too many buff effects on minions, yep. so, in Zoo yep. at least. All right, one more class, and then the neutral. So, we have Warrior is left, um, so I'll let you take... So, Warrior is Warriors the Frenzy class, predominantly. Mm, Russian Frenzy. Um, they're, Russian Frenzy, and and those two things kind of go together anyway. Um, like, we haven't really talked about a lot of Frenzy, it's kind of the... It's kind of the, the, the marquee keyword of the set, but Warrior is where a lot of those live, which kind of makes sense when you think about it. So I'll I'll let you go with uh, Overlord all right, Sour so Fang. Overlord
1: uh, Sour is a 7-mana 5-4 with Battlecry, resurrect two friendly Frenzy minions, deal one damage to all other minions. So when this resurrects the minions, it also triggers their Frenzy. It's absolutely insane depending on what Frenzy you're running. Uh, I'm not... Exactly sure what we're doing with it, but um, you know, resurrecting things is good, and you can pretend you can cosplay as priest as a warrior. I think this card's good, it's a four.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're just gonna have to be careful about which frenzy minions you put in your deck, um, just because obviously you're gonna want them to be good when you resurrect them, and you can only do this once because it's a legendary, but yeah, you're going to run frenzy minions, and maybe you don't care. Maybe they're all just good, and it doesn't matter, like, what... There are probably some some specific combination of Frenzy minions that go together when you resurrect them. That's some bonkers combo, but I think just getting two back, getting their effects to proc immediately is is fine. And, um, and, and I think this is... And you get a 7 mana 5-4 on top of it, so you're getting probably way more than 7 mana in stats, and you're triggering two Frenzy effects. This yep. is bonkers. So, yeah, I think it's an easy 4. I don't think you're building around it, but I think you're you're probably just going to build a frenzy deck anyway, and then you
1: just throw. Oh pockets. yeah, for sure. And the and, and the art is just absolutely sick.
0: Yeah, yeah. He's he's. I mean, that's that's a character that I I'm told because I'm not a war I'm not a Warcraft guy. I played Warcraft three, you know, after college, and that was and then that was it until Hearthstone. But I'm told that he's a major character, um, you know, and and it's kind of a little bit of an oversight that he hasn't been included yet. So he should have a powerful ability. Um, and then we move on to Rikara, which is one of the new mercenaries. Um, it, and if you haven't watched the reveal video of Rikara and Zyrella that by the... the I forget what the name of the, the group is that does, like, the real-life Hearthstone stuff, absolutely watch it, because it's amazing. Um, but so Rikara is a 3-mana 2-3 rush. After a friendly minion survives, attacks and survives, give it plus 1, plus 1. So it doesn't... It, this does not say a minion. So... There, the, the two things that you need to consider are a she triggers on her on her own ability and b um when other minions attack face and survive which they should and <laughs> unless, unless there's some uh, some weird edge case with like oh you know them attacking your own face and hitting your mm-hmm. weapon or something um like with misdirection which won't be a thing in standard anymore then it will also get buffed after that so. This is... I mean, you're playing... I I think Rush Warrior is kind of a thing that's getting pushed. You already have Parade Leader. Um, This is going to effectively become a three-whatever after it attacks into something. And then everything else is going to get bigger that you have on board. So This could get pretty nuts if you already have a big board or if you can play a bunch of Rush Minions alongside her. This is probably a five, I think, just because, like, the Rush the rush deck is going to it's going to get like that much better and you're going to throw her in. And that. also
1: she also gets her own buff, which is super sick. Uh basically she just turns everything on the board into Darius Crowley, which is kind of sweet. And Darius Crowley was a super fun card in Witchwood uh that I enjoyed playing very much and I'm, I think I'm going to enjoy playing her very much. I think she's a solid 4. I think she yeah, bumping up to a 5 because if you're are playing a rush deck, I think this she just goes into it.
0: And, I mean, things like Crab Rider are just, like, disgusting. Oh, you
1: can attack twice and get plus four, plus two, plus two. Oh, especially into yep. a totem. Oh, it's super
0: oh, oh, oh. Yep. oh, gross. Thank goodness Blood Bloodsworn Mercenary is gone, right? Because
1: that no, would once, just be... Bloodsworn Merc's still there. It's an Ashes card. No. The I... 5-8 with Rosh. that's still there. Oh. No 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 the 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 oh, the, the, oh, the, the copy one that copies thing? Oh, yeah, the damage. The copy yeah, but, yeah, yeah, okay. I'm, I'm, yeah, like, you're thinking of Blood Boil think Brute, yeah. which also would go with...
0: Blood Boil Brute's fine, but like if, if Blood Swarm Merc was still in standard, this would be this would be terrifying. Yeah. Uh, and again, because you're playing this in a rush deck that's going to have things like bumper cars and have things like uh like like Crab Rider and everything else, like and, and especially because if you get any sort of a board to stick and those get to go face and get buffed and after, oh my god. Yeah, this is this is a lot better yep. than it looks.
1: All right. Let's talk about Morshan Elite. 5-mana uh, 4-4, four four. Taunt Battlecry. If your hero attacked this turn, summon a copy of this. A really great curve play with uh, Sword Eater. Um, so, you know, play Sword Eater, swing, and then uh, summon 2 four fours. Pretty good. Uh, any type of hand buffs that hit this are sweet. But, um, you know, this might... This is good, but I just, there might be not this. I don't think there, I don't think this makes the cut, maybe, because it's just not enough, maybe. I don't know. It's good. I don't know. It's It's fine. fine. It's good. But it's fine, but it's like,
0: I I don't know where we're running this, right? Because, like, you're not running this. Like, I guess you're running this in some sort of a control warrior that's running, uh, that's running Sword Eater, I guess. Um, because like that's that would be the the natural curve into this, but like there there have to be better taunts in in standard that you can play than this. I mean, yeah, it's two. I mean, tomb Ra- like tomb warden fell out, right? Like this is obviously substantially cheaper than than tomb warden, right? But like tomb warden was a card that was everywhere, and then all of a sudden it was nowhere, and that is kind of. That kind of looks like this too, right? Because like you, it's 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 not that easy to attack with your with your hero as a warrior, right? Like you have to play a weapon or at least like get a weapon, and those are in, in a in a in a control warrior deck, which this is going to go into. Like there aren't that many of them, though. I guess there also aren't really that many taunts available no not order, honestly yeah now that i'm looking at yeah
1: it. there's there's an edge case for this and i think this is i think it's better than i think yeah, i think it's better than you think it is but i don't think it's as is, is incredible as a lot of people think it is
0: yeah i mean it's like like you know there's only three like class taunts and like some of them are pretty bad um because because like I'm thinking about like a Azoth warrior, right? Like, because I, I mean, a Taunt Nizoth warrior is something that is near and dear to my heart, right? Because I played that a lot in THL. Hat says he, Hat says he, he didn't know I was doing it, and and he was very wrong, and he knows I was doing it, and he just, he, just, you know, he knew better than to try to talk <laughs> me out of it, right? But like, I mean, if you're talking about like, I would want to be building like a Azoth Taunt warrior with like Scrapyard Colossus, Street, Sleepy Dragons in Standard now. Um, you probably just run strongman because you can. Um, you have scrap golem as a mech, um, so that that's your mech. And then you would, uh, you know, the only thing that's bad about that is that you don't really have a beast because um, what armadillo went out, and there isn't another another beast that has taunt. But you still have also you have the sword eater as a pirate, so like you've got a, a fair amount. You, know, you could even run rock rager if you really wanted to, though. Oh, no, you have the class classes, the elemental, right? So like. Maybe you would run this in that just because, like, you know, you want another taunt. But I feel like the taunts that you're going to want to get back are the ones that... At least it doesn't have a tag so it doesn't get in the way of it, I guess is what yeah. I'm trying to say. Um, So maybe you do that. Because, I mean, if you are running a Sword Eater and then maybe bulwark, bulwark of Azenoth is your other weapon. And if you really needed to attack with a Bulwark, then maybe you do that. So maybe I'm coming up on it a little oh. bit. Maybe I'm... Maybe I'm. Well, I mean, I already... I. I added as a two. I guess I can come up. Well, to also
1: three. you're running outrider's axe in that deck, and the corsair Cash still, ex- and corsair, corsair, oh, yeah. corsair Cash still exists. So,
0: yeah, yeah. So there, there are weapons there. I guess it's not that yep. hard, and and yeah, you're if you're if you're looking for the, yeah, okay. I mean yeah, outrider's axe makes this a lot better. Okay, I'll come up to a three on. It. I don't think it's I don't think it's I don't think it's great, but I think it's better than, um, better than I thought it was originally when it was originally because it was re- it was also revealed early, and that that opinion was formed pretty early before seeing the whole set. All right, Uh, Rancor, which is um, a card that all the British casters are terrified of, Uh, (laughs) is a four mana spell, uh, deal two damage to all minions, gain two armor for each destroyed. Yes, please, and thank you all day and twice on Sunday.
1: Yeah. Um, Yeah, it's Consecration. It's Consecration with Upside. It's good.
0: Yep. I mean, it's it's Consecration also heals you. I mean, it's Holy Nova, but better, right? But also, damn it that that's that's actually that's actually the better the better um comparison because it doesn't hit face yeah. and it, it heals your you. stuff
1: too but and, and if you're playing but 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 the deck but the deck that plays this doesn't care about its own minions
0: right and and it's uh, it's also triggering frenzy right so it's like it's triggering frenzy if that's relevant to you it's clearing out your opponent's board and it's healing you and and you have ways to take advantage of armor as a warrior too. This is just it does all the things that warrior naturally wants to do. So yeah, that's yep. an easy four.
1: Alright, move on to Warsong Envoy. Uh, one mana one three with frenzy, gain plus one attack for each damage character. Uh, one mana one three with a chance to grow. That's uh, that's a good thing. We like those. Um, we you know especially early on, like you, you can get it like maybe a two three or a three three. Um, if we somehow are playing this with Saurfang and Saurfang brings us back and it has a big board, this thing's huge. Uh, and Becomes a threat. Uh, it, it's solid. Um, you know, I'm not sure we're playing this in the soft frame deck, but you know, it's this. This is just good if we're run on a low curve, on a low curve uh, frenzy warrior. So, and and frenzy is an after effect, so it should yeah. count itself, right? So it's at a minimum,
0: it's getting plus one attack. So it's becoming a one mana two yep. three. If you have like one other minion, then this is basically um, like the the. Why can I why, words again? Names again? The 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 one mana the the one that becomes like a three two when you cast a spell. The one drop
1: one mana three two casts.
0: I don't. It's like a one two when you cast a spell. It gets plus two oh. attack.
1: Oh spell yeah, I, when you... it initiate.
0: Thank you. Yeah. So that's basically yeah. this, right? Like it's at at worst, it's going to be like a two two, and it's probably going to be three or more. Um, because, you know, it, it, it's just a matter of like, what are you trying to do? Like, it, it, you know, I mean, in chat, they're saying this is a worse than intrepid initiative. Intrepid initiate's well, a very yes, good card though. Intrepid initiative is a very good card and you don't necessarily need to use spells to trigger this, right? So you're going to have other things that are going to be damaging your own minions that aren't necessarily spells or, I mean, like broomstick would, would, would help, right? Because I would imagine that broomstick is going to be a big part of whatever frenzy warrior you're doing um so like in that case then it, it's a little bit better um yeah i think it's a, it's a three i'm not excited about it yeah. but it's fine right and if you're doing like a more like a frenzy rush warrior that's that's a little bit lower curve you'll play this yep it's good um, This is, is you. this me okay outrider's axe is format a three three weapon after your hero attacks and kills a minion draw a card um yeah <laughs> yeah let's do that <laughs> Um, like you said Corsair cash is still a thing so this could be a three this could, you could get four, four swings with this yeah um yeah for um four, ta- four swings with it um it is fairly straightforward um you want to draw and you know a- as a control warrior you get to play a weapon remove something with your face because you have armor and then you get to um you get to draw a card once you kill something um and you probably want to be killing things. With your um with your attacks, so yeah, this is an easy four. This is going to go in pretty much every control warrior, um yeah, and that's going to make that that taunt. A lot this bigger.
1: is also nine damage face and twelve damage face with Corsair Cash. So yeah. like like, which is not un- yeah so not, like yeah, yeah so not basically nothing. you know you can just ignore the text box swing face with this and this is good. This card is great. This card is just good. It's it's a five for me. It goes in every warrior.
0: Yeah, and craft and yep. is still a card. I mean, we lost upgrade, but Krasnov yep. is still so a this- card. Yeah, I think maybe I do go up to a five on it. I, I actually I did I did give it a five when in the spreadsheet. I don't know why I yeah, said four because it's just good. Yeah, I should trust past Steve a little bit a little <laughs> bit more. And and Chad, and Chad is pointing out on on um on War Song It says ca- damage character, not minion, and it says it does not say friendly, so it will count your face and your opponent's face and your opponent's minions, so it can actually get considerably bigger than an intresp- intrepid initiative. So that's good to, that, that's a, that's good context that we want to make sure to point out with uh real yeah. fact checking. So,
1: all right, moving on to okay. conditioning rank one, um, two mana spell, give me minion your hand, plus one, plus one upgrades to plus two, plus two at five and plus three, plus three at 10. I believe if I'm, if I'm correct, uh, that makes, that sounds right. right to so, me. um, hand buffs that hits your entire hands are just solid, but you know, we we'll also have to try to make room for this, which I don't think we are. Uh, I think it's a two. I think we might see it if you, if, you, if early on, but not much after that.
0: And and the rank three is real is irrelevant because you're not gonna, you should you should not have a big enough hand yep. for this to matter. At after ten mana, like you're top decking at that point. I mean, yeah, you have draw effects, but like it's it's not going to be that big of a. You're not going to be hitting that many minions yep. at that point. Um. So yeah, this is this isn't easy. This is just two. Like it's it's fine. But, like, and maybe you get it from, I don't even know what kind of random effects would give warrior spells at this point. But, like, maybe if you're running Peon, it'll give it to you sometimes. But I'm not sure we're running Peon. But, yeah, I don't, we probably aren't. But, but yeah, I don't know that you want to put this in your deck on purpose. Like, it just seems like it's low value and hand buff in general. Like, hand buff that that hits your whole hand is generally good, but this is kind of low value, all things considered. All right um, Whirling combatant is a format of two six battle cry and frenzy deal one damage to all other minions. So we were just talking about well we we have ways that are not spells to trigger frenzy and this is the big one. Um, it's effectively I mean it's it, six is a lot of butt which means it's likely to stick and likely to trigger the frenzy which is important and then this is the frenzy that triggers the rest of your frenzies. The only thing that's weird about this, is I don't know if you want this off of Sour Fang. Because it doesn't actually do anything at that point. It actually is a little bit detrimental because it's doing another damage to the rest of your board that doesn't actually do anything for you. Though I guess it does turn Sour Fang into a a two-damage AoE, which could be Mm -hmm. relevant. Or three damage, or yeah, two Um, damage, because, like, the... the... Well, it could be three. If it's both of them, then, yeah, it could be three. Um, But I think you probably just play this anyway it's it's too good not to play i think that's a that's just like a, a you know a you know a, a necessary risk of playing this card but i think you just kind of accept that
1: yeah we we played double uh delayed uh whirlwinds a lot like you know, remember uh blood razor was a card that we played a lot oh um, yeah i think this card's yep. super good um the fact that um the fact that you know it's a delay. It's like ravaging Ghoul has been brought up in chat and yeah, this feels like a ravaging Ghoul with another ravaging Ghoul staple to it, you know, that hits later. You know, this card, this card is really good and I think, you know, well, maybe we are concerned about a double whirlwind, you know, in a meta, but I think the fact that, um, yeah, we just, we just run this in like a control warrior and trigger it later with on our own, like after it right attacks, it's just, or if they attack into it, it's triggered. It's, it's just solid. It's just really good.
0: Yeah, I mean, in Barrow's still a card, right? So there, are, there, are, there are things that are valuable off of that too, and and I, again, six is a lot of butt, and you can buff this. Uh, it may not necessarily be hand buffing; it may not be conditioning it, but you can buff it, and then that's a that's like a significant threat that's also going to you know do another damage across the board. Like I, I, it's just it feels like any sort of a frenzy, a frenzy deck is going to want this in it just because of the utility of it and being able to trigger twice. So, like, you know, Risky Skipper's gone. This is probably as close as we're going to get for a while. Um, so, yeah, I think it's a yep. solid four.
1: All right, going on to Stone Mall Anchorman. Um, and the flavor text is amazing on this card. Go look it up. Um, we're losing a ton of... We're losing a good amount of card draw with uh, with uh, Battle Rage leaving. Um, so, you know, this might... We might be desperate enough to run this. I don't think we... I think there, we I think we'd be okay, honestly, but the fact is like a rush and frenzy draw a card, so if it survives, you draw a card. It's, it's okay, it replaces itself. It's, it's a two.:
0: Yeah, I mean, it probably is. I guess if you're, you're playing the rush deck, this is card draw for that, right? Um, I mean, it's probably going to trigger the frenzy. Like if Five health is a lot, it's very likely to trigger the frenzy. Um, it is a pirate. If you care about such things, it's an expensive pirate, but it's a pirate. Um, again, it, and, and it's a pirate with rush. And again, if we're talking about Nizoth, that's actually kind of relevant. Cause I mean, otherwise you're, you're forced into rush running fishy flyer in order to get Nazoth to affect the board. And then that's, that's actually kind of good with Nizoth. actually, if you think about it, because it's like, you're getting a bunch of big things. Again, we're probably getting—we're probably playing Sleepy Dragon. You're probably playing the the the, the elemental that resummons itself, right? If you're not—if you don't need um, Sword Eater because you're running Outriders Axe and Bulwark, let's say, right? And you don't need the other weapon. This is better off of the Nizoth because then it get—it gives you a way to affect the board immediately. So I think I'm talking
1: myself up to a three with it. I think it has applications. I'll, I'll I'll give you the three on that, but I'll I'll, I'll still stay at a yeah. two because you know I, I, I'm not as strong a believer in the Zoth in the Zoth Taunt Warrior as you are.
0: I, I I know I know I'm like I can iron the <laughs> <laughs> like a, you know. I put it together. I'm like the one person who played it and talks it up. I get, I get. Well, there's Zoroshio I think played it a, bu- a bunch too because that's that that's like the kind of thing that I would talk. I was playing like a right, deck. but. <laughs> but but, um. But uh, yeah, no, I feel like, you know, in, in when we're talking about Nazoth and, and we're talking about pirates, this it feels like it could have a place there. Like, getting anything that can rush. Okay, Zoroshio says this deck is going to be good, which at least in Zoroshio's hand, uh, hands I have confidence in. Maybe not mine, <laughs> but certainly in Zoroshio's hands I have confidence hey, in it.
1: Hey, ho, ho, um, we believe in Zoroshio. Yeah,
0: but... But yeah, but like, because like you may not want Sword Eater because then Sword Eater with the with the Outrider's Axe is actually going to be bad because you're not actually gonna be play, able to play it a lot of the time, right? Because like three three swings or four swings, like then you're just gonna have a sword eater stuck in your hand because you'd rather have a three attack weapon that can kill that can draw you cards. So yeah, I, I, I'm I'm up to a three on it. But anyway, we we talked about that enough. We could talk well, we don't need to talk about this very long. Bulk up is a two mana spell. Give a random taunt minion in your hand plus one, plus one and copy it. So they keep printing these cards that buff your taunts in your hand, and then are literally dead when you don't yeah. have taunt in your hand. And we don't nope. play those cards because you you even in a taunt warrior you have taunts in your hand less often than you think you will. And when you draw when you top deck this and you don't have a top a taunt in your hand, the, the the depths of sadness you go to are indescribable. <laughs> so. Yeah, this is a one. We're not, no, we're not yeah, playing this. Yeah, this might as well be a caravan. Yeah. All right. Yeah, this is, this is, uh, this is the uh, south, south Beach Caravan. Yes, is what there this we, is. Or Muscle Beach go. Caravan. Muscle there Beach Caravan, go. that's what it is. All we right. did it. Okay, so we're through the class cards. We are on to the neutrals. And we'll,
1: we'll start with um, we'll start with the ones you're getting for free. All right. So Mancrick, um, Battlecry help Mancrick find his wife, exclamation, exclamation point. She was last seen somewhere in your deck. Uh, this card's cute. It's like a real nice callback to the old uh, classic quest. Um, I think it's a good first day special card. Um, I don't think it lasts past that. Um, and you'll be asking every time when you draw, where is Mancrick's wife? And your deck will get annoyed. Um. Just in and just to let you know, it's just off the Gold Road, south of uh, the Crossroads. Um, the, this will be also the Mancerrick's wife spell will be three mana spell, which is relevant to Barak Cotobain. Um, uh, so that's about the only other application I see. This card's a two.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, in, in in Hunter specifically, you if you're running Barack Cotobain, then you probably you might run this. Other than that, I don't I don't think. I mean, it's a it's a thr- so when you when it the the three mana spell is cast when drawn. Summon a three ten minion that attacks. I believe it attacks yes. face immediately, right? Um, yeah, sure. <laughs> like that's not particularly exciting. So yeah, in Hunter maybe because it gets you an extra draw off the Kodo and it gives you a three ten that's attacking. So that's that's fine if you're able to tutor it out. Otherwise, I don't nope. think you really care.
1: Yeah, this cards this cards a first day. It's a first day card and it's free. So yeah, it's yeah. too.
0: Um, and then we go on to a card that I criminally underrated originally, and I'm correcting that right now because um, this is a priest card. Blade Master <laughs> Samuro <laughs> is a format of 1-6 rush with frenzy deal damage equal to this minion's attack to all enemy minions. And you put Apotheosis on this and you are happy. Blade Master um, Jackson. <laughs> it's, yeah, because we lost Wild Pyro, and this is the new Apotheosis heal for a million um, use case um and and i mean in other like any as long as you can buff this before it attacks and which, it doesn't have to be hand buffed it can yeah. be buffed at all right um like parade leader will buff this um there are you know any sort of like you know just putting like you know power word feast on it is fine any sort of a buff will will make this just you know obviously one damage across the board is fine but you're trying to buff this before you attack with it, and there are plenty of ways to do that. And I think that there are a lot of different ways you can use something like this. And being able to get an AOE and then have a minion left behind is pretty yeah. powerful. So yeah, this is an easy five. I think you're going to see yeah, a lot. of Yeah,
1: and also it's also one of the cards being very much pushed by the diamond card or the card diamond card that they're, they're yep. giving the yep. uh, the whales. So I think this I think this that this is good. This is just going to be good, and it's going to be uh, yep. uh, it's going to be uh, we're going to see this a lot, especially when, if buff if we get more like. Buffs like even while on the Librams, it's good. You know what I mean. So yeah, yeah, it's 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 a Libram's the yeah. end of a doll. Yeah. Like it's yeah. it's it's just good. It's a good card. You know, it's not <laughs> going to see everywhere, but it's just good enough to see in enough places to be good. All right. Yep. Uh, Moving on. Okay.
0: Uh, we can we can probably just skip Voljin, right? Like we all we've we've all played with Voljin enough. I don't think. Yeah, he's to
1: fringe now. He'll be probably less fringe in a four set meta. He, he's he's a Libram killer, yep. is what he is. All right. So it I guess I get fine. Kazakus then. All right, Kazakus yep. is a four-mana, 3-3, four, three, three, as he always is. Battlecry, if your deck has no four-cost four cards, build a custom Golem. Uh, there's a whole um, Twitter thread about what the Golems do. I'm not going to go into it, but they're all good, uh, basically. <laughs> um, the thing that works against Kazakus is there's a lot of good four-mana minions in this set, like uh, Blade Master Summerall is like one of them. So if you really want to make it work, you're going to have to make it work. Um, But um, this effect, the last time we had a no four cost cards, the card was not worth running. This card probably is. Um, You can make it work in the late game. Most of the time, if you're playing this on curve, you're picking the five cost Golem, but like the 10 is ridiculous and the one is a souped up up lackey and lackeys were always good. Uh, I give this a, keeping on theme, I'm going to give this a solid four. Yeah, I
0: mean, I think it's also a four. It's, I think the, the problem is going to be really like what is what is competing with this. I think in like that, that free admission warlock you probably just play it because you'll draw through eventually, right? Like it, there there are some I think any deck that wants to draw through could consider running it because in the same way that you would run Zephyrus, just because like you you'll probably you may not play it on curve but you'll probably be able and you probably care about getting more value out of it anyway. Right. So you probably want to be able to play it later and get the 10 drop out of it. Um, It's the the other, you know, the other decks like I'm never playing this in priest ever, ever, because like I'm not like if you're asking me to choose between Kazakus and Zyrella, it's not a choice. (laughs) It's not even close to a choice. Like in a frenzy deck, you're probably not playing it because you're going to be playing the uh, the Whirling combatants like that's it's too good. Right. So it's just going to be a matter of like I think it's a lot harder to fit Kazak the new Kazakus in than old Kazakus where which was a Highlander condition, um, and even like even harder than like Kaliseth, which is the equivalent, right? But two drops we were able to give up two drops. I think the four drops that they're printing are key enough to their to their decks, their or their classes, their archetypes that it's going to be harder to fit this in. But certainly anything that draws through. You'll be able to find a spot for it, and you, and there may be some decks where, like rogue, where we've talked about that a few times, where maybe you don't need to run, um, you don't need to run two apologies, you run this instead, and and that's fine. So yeah, it's, it'll 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 be relevant, but I think it's not going to be as easy as it was with with Kaliseth. I mean, not the is necessarily easy, but I'm not as worried about. Well, we're not gonna like like doing these card reviews for the next few years and say, well, this costs four, so you're not playing it, right? I'm not I'm not as worried about. Yeah, that same here. Kisakas. All right. Okay, and then we go on to Cargal Battlescar, which is a 7-man of 5-5. Battlecry, summon a 5-5 lookout for each watch post you've summoned this game. And watch posts is a small cycle of neutral minions that we'll talk about all at the same time that all can't attack and then do something whenever your opponent does something. So we have um, Morsham Watch Post, which is a 3-man rare, 3-5, that after your opponent plays a minion, you summon a 2-2 grunt. You have crossroads watch post, which which can't attack, which is a format of 4-6. Whenever your opponent casts a spell, give your minions plus 1, plus 1. And you have far watch post, which is a 2-mana. I have to get what the the stats are. uh, It's a 2-4. Whenever your opponent draws a card, that card costs one more. I can see that, you know, like maybe not the 4-drop necessarily, But, like, the one you play a minion summon a grunt, um, it doesn't have taunt, but it still gives you a board to be able to trade off. So something like a zoo or, like, we don't have lackeys anymore, but anything that's, like, playing a lot of, like, utility minions or battle cry minions would, would, you know, kind of struggle with this. And certainly the far watch post, if you're talking about basically any rogue deck that's going to be drawing a bunch of cards and expecting to play them all at the same turn. It doesn't affect Secret Passage, but it does affect Swindle and Cutting Class. So that that would be pretty pretty significant as well. So if you're playing those, then that this gives you kind of a payoff for those. Um, and, and, you know, if you're, say, copying them with Psych Split or, or what have you, then you get more of those too. Um, I'm interested in this. I don't know how much you're going to go in on this, but I think if you are going on a watch posts and some control decks might want to, then this is a reasonable payoff later in the game. Yeah,
1: I th- I think we run probably the 3 mana the the minion watch post and the and the draw watch post. The 4 one just seems bad cuz like you need a board for it for and- the yeah, you need a board for it to work, and like otherwise, it's just like not. It's otherwise, it's just ter- terrible. The mana disruption's relevant. The like we learned with Ogre Mancer that the, when you play a thing and things generate things, um, that's relevant. Um, I think the motion mo- mo- and Far are the only ones you play, and I think if we have space in the deck, we do run Cargol. But like, if we are trying to do other things, Cargol gets out, gets out uh, of the deck pretty soon. Like and th- in order for Corkall to be good, you need to probably run two watch posts or have play two watch posts. Um, you know that way you get kind of value for the mana. But otherwise, I think he's fine. And but he's he's the cuttable one. He gets a two. I'm giving the crosswords watch Watchpost a two. Uh, the and the other two I'm giving threes because you know because the can't attack condition is, matters and also the you know the disruption thing also matters. So they're 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 good they're good enough. But I don't think they're crazy good. If we're playing
0: Silence Priest...
1: (laughs) Now you're speaking my language.
0: Yeah. Because, like, these are all overstatted, right? We do have that spell that, in core, that will silence a minion and gives it plus three health. So, you know, maybe we can play Silence Priest, and then this gives you kind of reload at the end? Because we did get Humongous Razor Leaf back, too. So, like, that's why I'm going up to a three, because, like, I don't know that we have enough support for it now, but if we get, like, another silence card or we get something else that's worth silencing, and silence priest becomes a thing, I think you run this there. And and that's where I'm going okay. up to a three that,
1: I, I, can, I can see that. Like, and we have the two, three death rattle from uh, races to make silence kind of work. So, all right. All right. Let's move on. Shall we move on to the other cards? All right. So, Spelld here is a four mana three six. After you cast a holy spell, give him a random friendly minion plus two health. We have a horse that does this, and we don't play the horse. This card's a one.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you again, Libram Paladin, maybe, but you have better things to do with Libram Paladin. Like, you don't have room in Libram. No, Paladin not
1: at all. This card's
0: bad. Like, yeah, yeah. No, we're not <laughs> doing that. That's a one. Um, Primordial Protector is an eight mana six six elemental. Battle Cry: Draw your highest cost spell. Summon a random minion with that same cost. So, I don't know what classes this else other classes this is played in, but this is easily a Druid yes. class minion. said <laughs> Um, this is spiteful. This is spiteful Summoner, but actually better somehow. Um, spiteful Summoner was a six mana. I forget what the stats uh, are. It doesn't matter. Four or four. That would four four probably. Yeah. That that. Um, chose a random card, a random spell in your deck, and then summon a minion with the same cost. And it was broken to the point where it needed to be nerfed in priest, in, um, in druid. It was, it was, um, it was absolutely busted. Um, this is better. It's more expensive, but it's better because you, A, draw the card and, you only get the highest one. So, like, Spiteful Summoner usually meant you had to build your card with, like, 26 minions and then the, the two or... F- 26 to 28 minions and then the two or four spells that were all high-cost that you wanted to draw, wanted to play. Now, you can build your deck however you want and just have an expensive spell at the top end. In Druid, that, that spell is almost always survival of the fittest. So, you get to play an a drop, which is not going to come out on turn 8 because you're a Druid. And then you get you get to summon a 10 drop and draw your survival of the fittest so that you know in next turn of the turn after you can then buff your entire board which is probably stuck because you just summoned a six six and a 10 drop so yeah this is an easy four um this is going to be a a druid class card in pretty much every guardian animals druid And, and even if you draw like the if you draw both survival of the fittest you still get the guardian animals out of your deck which is also fine
1: yeah, this card this card's solid. I think, you know, we'll we'll see we'll see some application for it. I gave it a 3. I'm not as high on it because um, you know, sometimes but like, you know, tutoring your biggest spell also matters. So maybe it's a four, maybe it's a 4. So like, you know, like tutoring your biggest spell, but it's also eight mana. Eight mana is a lot to do. Well, not I, yeah, for true, like not. I get it. it's I get it. Yeah. Eight, eight 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 mana is like is
0: like dropping a hundred million dollars for Jeff yeah, Bezos. Exactly. it's nothing. Yeah, so yeah, know?
1: maybe it's a f- maybe it's a four. I'm <laughs> still, maybe I'll stick with a three. I, 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 I'm I'm going to be lower on this card just because I don't like it. How about that?
0: I, I, that's <laughs> fair, but I mean, this is better than like this is better than Clowns for Druid. I think I think this is going to replace Clowns in all those decks, and and it's yeah. going to be better. I
1: think Clowns is ridiculous. Anyway. Well, yes, but all right. So is Moving this. on to Baron's Blacksmith, it's a uh, five mana, three five frenzy. Give your other minions plus two, plus two. This is the battlegrounds cards of the set. Um, there's enough self damage stuff in warrior to make this work. Um, Broom makes this incredible. It's fine on its own. Like you just drop it on five, and like most likely, you know they're not going to trade off most of it. You know, but I think you do want to get give this rush as soon as possible, or even with an Augur champ, This is ridiculous. Um. Yeah. This is. Yeah. Or pen. Or pen flinger. Yeah. God, can we stop with the pen flinger, please? I, I. I'm amazed that that
0: card has not gotten not gotten addressed yet, and I expect it probably. Won't I hope so. Uh,
1: I'm sorry. I'm, t- I'm just tired of that card. Anyway, this is a solid three. It's good. It's it, 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 like the only the only holding holding this back is like maybe like lists or might get tight enough that this is not good enough.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's it's. I, I could see it falling out. Yeah. Like it's it's good i mean the effect is good if you can trigger it right away or if you can you know make your board annoying enough that your opponent needs to deal with it five health is a lot to be able to do Mm -hmm. all in one burst um so it could be a little awkward to deal with but so i can see it being in i can also see it falling out pretty easily so yeah that's a that's a pretty that that's that's a three it's fine so three a fine fine
1: is the three all right you get the next one
0: Okay, South Sea Scoundrel is a 4-mana 5-5 five five battle cry. Discover a card in your opponent's deck. They draw theirs as well. This is a really, really weird tech card, a very specific tech card. And I think that the, the use case that this is for is for any deck that runs Sphere of Sapiens. Mm-hmm. Right? Any deck that has deck has cards that they want to stay in the deck so badly that they are willing to run a terrible weapon to make sure it stays there. I think that this could be useful. Now the odds of you hitting that are still pretty low because you're discovering a card in their deck, which means that you're probably let's, let's assume that you're running like, uh, you know, 14, or 13, two ups and six legendaries, yeah. right. In, in a, in a given deck, right. So you're talking about like a three and eighteen, which is a hypergeometric distribution. I'm not going into the math. It's gonna be more than like more than like one in eighteen or more than three and eighteen, it's gonna be a little bit higher than that because you have, you know, you remove things from the pool, whatever. Um, <clears throat> it's still gonna be pretty hard to hit the card that you want, but if there's if there is a, a deck like that where, you know, you really like like Guardian Animals Druid, where they wanna they wanna pull the beast out with guardian animals. For example, or like the the potion of potion of illusion when turtle mage was a thing, and you really wanted to hit the potion of illusion to make them draw it. Now they probably have two copies. You're gonna have to do this twice. I I, I don't know that I don't know that this is necessarily ever gonna do what you want it to. So it's probably a two. I mean. Un, the other The other I guess use case, I guess would be if they had some sort of a, a card that 's just like you know explicitly powerful that you want to copy of but you're willing to give it them theirs too I, which i don't think you'd really want to do um, or I guess if they're you know you can mill them somehow i don't I, I, it's i 'm thinking too hard about this, which means it's probably a two, but there might be some sort of weird use case
1: it's it's a this. cute disruption card that is a little too cute and i don't like like I guess knowing what they got matters a little bit i don 't think it really does. It's an overstated four drop. That's I guess the only thing that really is kind of nice about this. But otherwise, I don't think you ever actually intentionally put this in a deck. Yeah, I mean, well, Sky
0: Raiders going away too, so you're not even going to get it generated that often. Yeah. It's, it's
1: it's it's too it's yeah, too it's, cute for its own it's,
0: good. Yeah, I, I think it, I think it might have some weird applications, which is why I'll leave it at a two. But yeah, it's it's if I have to. If I have to, to contort myself that hard to come up with a reason that this is good, it's probably not.
1: Burning Blade Acolyte. I gotta find it now, Sorry. Yep. Oh, is that the five mana one one Death Rattle? Yep. No, oh, yeah, five mana one one Death Rattle. Five mana one one Death Rattles are never bad. So it's a one. This is awful. This is terrible. Like you don't even want this. Put this in the Death Rattle Demon Hunter deck.
0: Well, you would summon it with the with the legendary. Great, you right? summoned a
1: one one that
0: that, that, well, that can't yeah. attack. And then then it, you it, get a five eight eventually. Eventually, yeah, it's, it's, it can't
1: attack. Then it's this bad. This is awful. This is this is no no.
0: Well, uh, okay, so like if you're running a frenzy deck, this is going to get summoned pretty easily, right? I'm 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 playing super devil's advocate right now. No, no, this card's bad. Yeah, that's right. You're, it's bad. <laughs> it's, it's a one. It's a, I, I, like I, I want I wanna believe, but you know. Yeah. I mean I actually did look back in this in the spreadsheet and my, my comment was just lol nope. So yeah, that's that's yeah that, that
1: tells you that's all you a know. one.
0: Yeah. Um Hecklefang Hyena is a two mana two, four beast, Battlecry, cry deal three damage to your hero. This seems like a uh cromulent face hunter card. Um you probably don't care about the three health the three damage as a face hunter. Um it's basically just like a bigger flamant, but it's a beast, which is fine um so yeah i think this is probably a a solid three yeah um i mean
1: it's not it's not necessarily the you know the beast you want
0: but it's it's decent
1: yeah, actually, I, I'm really high on this card. Like, you know, three damage to your hero really doesn't matter. Like, you'll run this in probably Warlock, but you have a one drop that does the same thing. And yeah. like, this has more. Yeah, Zoo would play this. Zoo would play yeah. it. Priest would play it to get Zyrela online like, earlier in the game. Aggro Demon Hunter would probably play it. Aggro Demon Hunter uh, Hunter probably plays this and probably wouldn't be mad recruiting this off a of three cross three cross minion. So yeah, this is a solid three. I like this card a lot.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty good. I mean, you you need kind of those those kind of cards and like the. It's, it's interesting that it's an aggro card, but it's it's defensively statted. But that just means that it sticks around
1: longer. So, yeah. All right. Razor main raider is a 5-mana five 5-6. Five, Frenzy added a random attack a random enemy. Uh, it's expensive. It's really expensive and doesn't quite do enough unless you're, like, trying to be cute with the damage. It's It's a 1. I don't think this makes a cut in anything. Yeah, I mean, I guess in a, if you have broom, yeah, then you get to attack two things. Yeah,
0: it's what's kind of got Wind Fury, kind of. I know. Um, no face. I mean, a five out of five six is fine, right? And then it's six is kind of hard to remove, so it could, you know, if you have to trade into it with two things, it can get a little bit awkward. I'm willing to go up to a two on it. Yeah, you know, just because like yeah it's it's kind of it's there but and 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 like the comment that I had on the spreadsheet is five mana may as will be a million for a deck like this which is probably true that's that's where i'm at with it <laughs> right but like if you think about sour fang right like okay so you sour fang you get back a five six like immediately attack something that's not nothing uh, so like with sour fang maybe you want the, I'll, I'll go up to a two on it i think there there might be applications i, I don't think it's completely unplayable. Alright, and next is Peon, a two-mana two three, frenzy add a random spell from to your cla from your class to your hand. So this is a warrior card, I guess. Like warriors where you're gonna be playing Frenzy the most. Do you really want like warrior spells are not great. There's a lot of things that are going to require you to have a taunt in your hand. So I, I love the flavor on it. And like, you know, we did lose Cobalt Spelkin, and maybe like it, I would love this in Priest if it wasn't a frenzy trigger, right? Um but like frenzy as a trigger is is tough in a lot of classes and warrior just doesn't want the spell. So it's probably a two. Like there might be some uses, but I, I, I don't think it's any higher than that. But I love the I love the flavor on it. Like I again, yeah, I played Warcraft three back in the day, like having the peon as a card with the with the voice lines is enough to make it make me not make it a one.
1: Yeah. Frenzy zone, run spell. Mm. Yeah, this is good. This is a this is this is this is fun. I don't think it's ever played, but it's fun. I like it. Yeah, it's a one, maybe it's a two. Decent in an arena,
0: like in arena. Like yeah. if you I mean, we're not doing arena ratings, but like in arena, getting a two mana two three that'll sometimes get you a spell is fine.
1: Yeah, you know? mage ping. Mage ping makes this interesting too, because random mage spells are good, but like we also generate a lot of random mage spells at the time too. Yeah,
0: you have better ways to get. You, I mean, you can get random mage spells for a lot less than four mana. Yep.
1: Lashwater Scout is a uh, two mana one three Murlock. That you summon a Murloc, give it plus one attack and rush. This sounds a lot like um, War Song Commander for Murlocs. Uh I think you run this in a Murloc deck. It's good. Um, you know, two mana, one three is a tad understated, but you know what? We're giving things rush and plus one attack. Actually, it's, it reminds me a lot of um, what's the, uh, the, uh, the 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 magic carpet. Actually, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So this yeah. this this feels good. I'm giving this a four. It's really good.
0: I'm going up to a five. I think this is the reason you're playing. You're playing Merlok Shaman. Yep, uh, and probably any Murloc deck. Like you, th- this will make like the problem with Murloc decks. Typically, I mean, it's been a little bit less so since we got Crab Rider and Fishy Flyer. But the problem is that you get a big board, but you you would just like be a bunch of big dumb idiots that wouldn't actually be able to do anything, and then your opponent would just ignore them and hit you in the face. And now this turn this gives you another way to turn all of your Merlocs into board control so that you can t- you can continue to trade and then maintain that board control. And so I think that's that makes Murloc decks viable and I think that makes it a five. Like are you ever playing a Murloc deck without this
1: two, uh, two copies of this card? I don't think never I don't played. think there's enough Murlocs, but yeah I currently do, yeah, but I think yeah, you play this for sure. Oh. Alright,
0: so Oasis Oasis Thrasher is a two mana two three with frenzy, deal three damage to the enemy hero. So the oh, it's a beast. And that's the only reason that I think this is really that relevant because there aren't a ton of cheap beasts right now. Um, so like if Hunter wants Hunter really wants beasts. So and and the frenzy's not bad. Like in in a face hunter, the frenzy is relevant. I mean, I don't know how often it goes off. Just because three is pretty easy to is it easy to kill in one shot, but it, you know, forcing your opponent to commit to killing it all in one shot is a little bit relevant if you don't want to get the. It's kind of like the the new leper gnome to some extent, but it's a little bit more fair. Um, it's probably a three. I, I think it could see play. I don't. I don't think it's great, but it's it's kind of the best of that kind of card that we're gonna have.
1: Yeah, I think this this is this just kind of goes in it's an aggro river crocolisk, and if we're doing face things, then this is strongly considered, and I think this is really good. I made a joke on Squelch uh this week, you know raw power creep raw as the entrance line for this card, um but you know I think actually and even thinking about it now, like even with like wound prey, like you just wound prey this thing and 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 hit trigger the frenzy, deal three damage, and then have a thing to ping off stuff it's it's solid, I think it's a or pen flare. or pen yeah god dang it, oh, <laughs> hey loser, deal three damage to the hero that's pretty good, um, hey loser. Rar! yeah exactly <laughs> um yeah. So yeah, this this is solid. I think it's a three, maybe a four. I am probably gonna I'm probably i I'm fine with it being a three.
0: Yeah, I think I'm at three with it. I think it's fine. I think it might fall out, but it's it's good.
1: Alright. Tiles and Arcanist is a um two mana, one three, battle cry. Your next spell this turn has spell damage plus two. Sure, so it's like that elemental from Boomsday, the two one that gave plus two spell damage for the for the next spell, I think it was. Um it, like you will see some fringe play in burn in burn mage or like burn shaman, but like it's 2 manas a lot Especially if you're trying to count, count out your burn um, And I don't know if this is good enough It's a 2 Like who wants this? Mage, right? Yeah. Mage and Shaman
0: Like they have better ways to do this Yep Right. Like I mean maybe Priest might want this Sometimes But probably not because Rally's a card You know So yeah I, I have it at 2 There might be some applications but like I'm not particularly excited About this um Baron's Trapper is a 3 mana 2 4. Your Death Rattle cards cost one less. So I guess Death Rattle Demon Hunter is probably gonna want this. Mm-hmm. I guess. No. If Death Rattle Demon Hunter wants anything to because it wants to exist. Um I mean, the death rattle cards in Demon Hunter are cheap enough that you could get use out of this. Um and there might be, you know, other death rattle. I mean it's gonna be around for two years. There are other potential death rattle archetypes that might be coming. Right, Jewel of Nizh is still a thing. Yeah, um, in Hunter, um, you know, so yeah. and and Baron Rivendare is is in core now, so there may be other opportunities for Death Rattle. I, it's probably fine if and and it demands removal, right? Because like that's a that's scary text if you see that come down because you know bad things
1: are coming. Yeah, but. But it's probably a three, I think. No, nah, I'm much lower. I don't think this is this does. Oh,
0: I gave it a two originally. I'm a, I'm a two with it, That's fine. Yeah,
1: I'm I'm at a one with this card. I don't think this does enough for death rattle decks. Yeah, I'll, I'll keep it at a two just because like it
0: could get there. Yeah. But, and maybe there's some like weird combo that this enables. Um, you know, like in warlock or something where you're able to do you know to sacrifice the minion. Maybe there's some weird combo that this that this enables, but
1: probably not. Yep. Uh Crossroads Gossipers of 3 mana 4 3 after a friendly secret is revealed, game plus 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 two, plus two. It feels like a really worse version of that Arcanist thing for mage that was a five mana three three that got bigger with secrets. Uh I don't think this I don't think this sees any play ever. It's a one. Yeah, like it it would probably see play in Secret Paladin because then you can
0: get it out on four, but Secret Paladin has so many better tools than this. Yeah, you have better things to do in three in Secret Paladin. And and Hunter, like this is this is glacial for Hunter. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's a one. Also, I don't, I don't think I, like people will try this, but I think it's going to fall out pretty quickly.
1: And also, like the fact that like they can just kill it and then like not trigger a secret and like you feel bad.
0: Yep. So. Um, so Death Tag Cultist is a three mana two four taunt Death Rattle restore four health to your hero. So this feels kind of Tar Creeper to me. Yeah. Um, where it's it's I mean I guess Tar Creeper is more of an aggro card than a, than a control card, but. Um like it's it's a it's a cheap taunt that you can get down um quickly and then can has like a material effect on you being able to survive to later turns. Um it, it's a it's a good effect, and I mean again if we're playing rally, even in, in priest or paladin for that matter, this comes back again, potentially, which is good. Um yeah, I think it's a solid three. Like I, I could see it falling out as we get better tools, but this seems like a good a good defensive tool for a four-set meta.
1: Yeah, it's it's, it, it's a good neutral, It's a solid neutral taunt that we... You know, we always need solid neutral taunts, and this is probably the best one in the set so far. So it's a three. All right, so on to hog, hog Rancher. Well, yes, Hog Rancher 3-2, Battle crash, summon a 2-1 Hog with Rush. Um, it's um, not great. It's an okay card. It's fine. But the token um, for Hog Ranch... The token art is probably the best art in the set, and that's the only reason I'm giving it a two.
0: Yeah, I... I, I... I respect that, but yeah, it's, I mean, just on the card, it's a one. Like, it's fine, right? Like, it, it, yeah, the stats are a little bit better than we typically got in a card like this, but like, eh, like, you can do better than this. Like, I'm thinking about, like, um, like, Sky Cap- like Sky General Crag, right? Yeah. And, like, that was one more mana, and even in the decks where you could play him, you didn't, because it just wasn't good enough. And, and like, we don't have Quest Hunter anymore to potentially make use of an effect like this. Um, Ratchet Privateer is a four, is a 3 mana 4/3 pirate. Battlecry give your weapon plus 1 attack. Um, initially this is anything that says give your weapon attack is scary because rogue exists, but also toxicologist is in standard, is in core now, and that costs 2 and you don't really care what the stats are on those cards. So unless you're specifically pay, playing a pirate deck, um, you don't it, this doesn't matter. So I, I think this is a one.
1: Yep. This like if like if we didn't have attack buffs on weapon in Rogue and Warrior already for cutting class, this might cease play, but we already do, and it's like we have a clut of them now and we just cut the worst ones and this is one of the worst ones. Alright, Venomous Scorpion, this one's uh three mana one three poisonous battle cry discover a spell for some reason. It's a beast. Uh it's weird. Um weird neutral card and I guess the poison can help, but I discover relevant, but I don't see any other point of this card in, in Constructed.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess if you really want spells, right? Like, okay, this is a way to get it. There aren't that many. So, sure. But, and I mean, I guess, you know, I mean, I, I guess if I'm thinking about, like, you know, something... Again, I mean, I'm I'm going to look at everything through the lens of Priest, right? Where we want to generate a bunch of cards anyway... And like, and then he gives you a poisonous minion you can use to trade something off later, maybe if it lives. But, eh, I mean, you you're probably if you play broom, maybe you get there. But yeah, it it's just, I, I don't I don't think you really want to do this. I think it's a one. Maybe if we get Death Stark or Raxar back,
1: then you know, no. Actually, so. no. I don't think this goes in the Death Stark or Raxar pool because it has a keyword and a trigger. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So it doesn't go Thank in the Death Stark or Raxar pool. Yeah.
0: Good. Screw that card. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Um, Some well-initiate, 3-mana, 3-4 Frenzy gain Divine Shield. So if you don't kill this, then you need to kill it twice. Uh, Which is okay, Um, but it feels like there are better things, especially when you're thinking about, like, like Sour Fang. Like, so, okay, so I get a a 3-3 with Divine Shield back? Like, big deal, right? Like, even when you play it, it's not that big of a deal. So, yeah, it's a little bit annoying, and you'll have to trade through it a bunch of times, but... Eh, I'm not excited about this. It's a one. Yep. as far as I'm concerned. Yep,
1: and followed by the next one. Sunwell initiate. Uh, three, four, uh, frenzy, gain divine shield. Sure, yep. it's a it's it's an arena, it's an arena common. Yep. Uh, okay, so grunty patron. You get that one. It's you, right? Sure, I'll take it. Four mana, three, yep. three frenzy. Summon another Gruntle Patron. I'm actually kind of high on this card. There's some enraged right? yeah. warrior shenanigans that can go with this, and it seems super fun, uh, super cool. Penflinger, can just make another one. Sure. Um, imagine kind of getting this off Sourfang and just having like a board full of Gruntle Patrons that are triggered. That's that's it's it's fun. It it's um, nostalgic for some people. I give it a three. I think it's I think there's some fringe cases so this be good.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think it, it's. I, I like that they're doing it. Um, like the the difference between this and Grim Patron is you're only ever gonna gonna summon one off of each, whereas the other ones used to would continue summoning every time you would damage it. Um, but I mean, it could get pretty ugly, right? Like if you continue to have like, you know, if you g- get like two of them down and then you can somehow you know recur that that that's it does get scary. So yeah, I think it it might be a three. Even I added it to, I can go up to a three. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm living the dream. I'm reliving my past. At least until they give us, uh, you know, classic Blackrock Mountain. Okay, and Taraho Brave is a six mana four eight frenzy destroyer random enemy minion. I don't know where this goes. I don't either. Like, like, I, I like it. I think that if you're doing, like, some sort of a control warrior with Sour Fang, like, sure. Because then, I mean, again, if we're talking about, like, affecting the board when Sour Fang comes down, like, well, this sure does but I don't like six mana is so much so much and then I mean it's a four eight so it's gonna be pretty you know you're it's gonna live and kill something but like okay yeah (laughs) yeah it's I don't know
1: six, six mana is a lot in the like if you notice a lot of these cards are like five mana and under this card's six and six feels like a lot of mana in this in this set so this card's a solid one all right, injured marauder. Is this me? Yep. Um. Yeah. This is a this is a one uh, battlecry deals six damage to uh, four mana five ten uh, battlecry deals six damage to its minion taunt. The only thing, the only application I see this is in the wild with uh, off of uh, um oaken summons uh, for that deck. Um, so that's cool. But like other than that, like in standard, no. Like I, mean, I don't think we're even rezzing this at all. You know what I mean? So yeah, this is. Uh, you know, I I don't see this card ever seeing it put in the deck intentionally.
0: Okay, so here's one potential use case. I need to heal a lot to get a to get a clear off of Zirella. I'm <laughs> at thirty health. True. Right. So like this gives me something that I can flash heal, and and then clear five damage to the board. Like. And and if you somehow I don't know how you're resurrecting this, but if you could, then you know that would be something, right? But I I don't I don't know that I'm I'm at a two with it. I can see like you know it's injured blade master, right? Like it, it's it, but it's got taunt, so it actually like your opponent has to go through it. It's still a 5-4, five, four. Five, four, It's a four mana five four taunt that in priests can be healed. So that's a two. It's it's better than it is in any other class in Priest, but it's still not great. Yep. All right. Moving on to Gold Road Grunt. Yep. Gold Road Grunt is a 5-mana 3-7 taunt. Frenzy gain armor equal to the damage taken. I mean, I guess in a Control Warrior, maybe you're... Maybe you're going to play this. Like, it's... if you're play, If you're facing down a bunch of big things and your opponent has to trade into it or trade into it awkwardly, then... And you do want to gain armor as a warrior, as and as a control warrior particularly. There could be some applications here, but I mean, you could just get two taunts for the same cost, mm-hmm. and and then you don't need as much armor. So I, I don't I don't think this is this isn't fantastic, but I could see this maybe being a niche choice sometimes. Yeah,
1: yeah, it's like you if like and if you just drop this on five, and like your opponent's just going to trade in with a token and trigger the frenzy with a token, and you're going to feel bad. So it's kind of like you're gonna get one armor off this. This isn't good enough. Yeah. So it's it's probably a one,
0: but you know it's it's interesting. It's it it might it might have some fringe applications.
1: All right. Next up, Dark Spear Berserker, four mana, five seven. Death Rattle, deal five damage to your hero. If only this card had two more attack, it might be actually good. Um, because we because uh, we need a four mana seven seven. Um, Death Rattle to your hero. I guess matters in priest makes it help makes you help helps you get even bigger as but like in silence priest maybe or in silence priest you can just like not deal with the death rattle this is this is okay yeah. like you're not even putting this like this isn't I don't think you even put this in the demon hunter deck because it is one, a I think you do. I absolutely think oh, you, you do because like you because you pull it out and it's a big it's a big big body Yeah, you, deal you
0: with. pull the 3 drop summons this, so you kill a three the three three drop guys, you get a free 5 4 a free 5 7. Yeah. That seems okay. Right. Okay. And, and I mean if you pull this off of uh off of the legendary, like getting five seven worth of stats alongside the three six, that's pretty good too. So I think this is the death rattle, like one of the death rattle, it's not great. And I don't think you care about the, the, the you don't care about the death rattle going off really in death rattle demon hunter. So I have it as a two. Just because I I mean, there will probably be better things that come along, but I think this is probably as good as you're getting in the Death Rattle Demon Hunter right now. Yeah.
1: All right. That's yeah, but that's not it's still not good.
0: Oh, I'm not saying it's good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not saying it's as good as it gets. I'm not saying it's good. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh Tone of the Wilds is a two mana taunt uh, battle cry if you're holding a nature spell game plus two health. Um, yeah, I mean, if you're playing a slower druid, maybe maybe you want to do this. I mean, nature spells are going to be your ramp spells, so you could play this to taunt while you get while you start getting your wild growth and your overgrowth online. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't know if you have room for it in that deck. And the fact that it's a beast means you're not playing with guardian animals, which is bad. Because um, you really don't want to summon this off of guardian animals. Um, but if you're playing like a non-guardian animals ramp deck, maybe something that's revolving more around clowns or whatever, then maybe you play this. It, it, I think it's a 2, just because it's going to be pretty awkward.
1: Yeah, it's 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 a 2-4 taunt for free off the, off the druid thing, which is nice. Um, you know, you're holding nature spells in your hand. This is a 2-4 most of the time in druid and shaman. Um, so I think it's fine. All right, Lushwater Mercenary. Is this me? All right. Lushwater Mercenary is a 2-mana, 3-2 Murloc Battlecry. If you control a Murloc, gain plus blood, plus one. We're putting this in every Murloc deck. It's a 4. 2-mana, four threes are strong. Uh, we like those. And like we could possibly rush this in with other stuff. It's good. I like it. It's a 4. Yep, it's an easy 4.
0: Um, yeah, I mean, it's, if you're playing Murlocs, you're playing this. Like, there's not really a whole lot to say. It's just good in that kind of a deck. Yeah and finally we have kindling elemental which is a one mana one two elemental battle cry the next elemental you play cost one less so in the shaman deck specifically like this is the thing that you need the problem is that it doesn't get you more elementals so it's a it's one single elemental that can set up an elemental term but it's not helping you continuously chain elementals which is what you're trying to do yeah as a shaman, but I think you because you probably need to play it in that elemental deck. Whether or not that elemental deck is good, I think that makes it a three.
1: Yeah, this is this is fine. Like it's a one drop for the elemental deck. Like you can curve this into the two five and shaman really nicely. Um, yeah, it's, I think it's good I, For some reason I thought this was a 1-3 initially Looking at it now, it's a 1-2, you know th- I've seen a lot of cards in a large, short amount of time I get things confused, but it's good Yeah, and I think 1-1-1-3s one,
0: one are going to be reserved For the class, le- the class commons, right? Yeah,
1: so, and so, yeah, it's a 2, maybe a yeah. 3 It's like, like, if we're doing elemental things, we're playing this So, yeah, I mean You, you
0: kind of need to, I mean, it does, you know It does ramp you a little bit If it gets you into that, the, the wind fury Rush Dude onto, which is Fine, it's good um but you know you're not really excited about having to play these it's not it I, you know i know firefly and this is no firefly
1: <laughs> firefly is way too good that's did. it
0: Yes, that's it. That's all the cards. We did it. We did it. Yay! Or we could start over with Cavs cutter butter if you want to keep if you want to keep going with the enthrallement uh, came in to chat in the stream and asked us to start over so we could do that if you want to go for another three hours. But I, I think we both have other things. Yeah, yeah. We want to do. Yeah, it with our time. yeah.
1: It's we're we're all. I think both of us are just silly at this point. <laughs> yes. Um, so any
0: any you know kind of overall final. This is the last time before or this is you know this is like the the. Uh, the old NFL commercial today, we're all undefeated, right? Exactly. Like this is, so any, any final thoughts about like the set and, you know, or do you feel good? Are you excited? I mean, you know, obviously this is kind of the most exciting that standards been just because of the changes that are involved, but like in terms of the things that we're getting, how do you, how do you feel?
1: I'm looking forward to everything happening. Um, I think this, this meta is, not, I think the way things have changed like so much in the last With this rotation, things are changing so much in this rotation. It's going to be a while before things are settled out. And, like, we're just going to, it's going to be like whiplash going back and forth across. And I don't think, and the way, and the fact that they have now set, have a core set designed around the sets that are currently in standard, you know, so that we don't have like the weird power swings where, like, okay, now Shaman's terrible because their classic set sucks now. You know what I mean? Or paladin like is terrible because you know they because they only have two minions in their classic set. This is now a situation where you know we're not going to know what's good opening day one. Like even like the pre-release streams, we still have no idea what's good. You know because they're you know because they were just building and realizing that things are completely different and it's great and I can't wait to I can't wait to open packs on Tuesday and have a lot of fun with this set.
0: So I, I took I took Wednesday off. Nice, just because I know that I, I mean and I. I, I I know I was listening to coin concede and Hat said he did too. And his reason is because he's going to stay up all, all up all night playing. And I'm, I'm too old for that, but I can see waking up early, like a kid on Christmas morning on sun, on Wednesday. And then just like finding all the new, all the new deck list presents that are going to be waiting for me. And, um, but I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited that they can change the core set to make it so that certain things that they would print aren't, um, aren't really busted. I, I like that they can change that much more easily if there are issues um, without having to worry about dust refunds and everything because everything's free. I, I feel like, you know, with a couple of exceptions, the power level on here is, is uh, feels like it's going to be everything's going to be powerful without being overpowered to compete with the other things that are still powerful and classic. Um, so it, it, it just feels like this is going to be like, I, I don't remember a rotation like this since old gods. Yeah. basically like, and, and like, I know if you haven't been playing a long time, like the old God's rotation, like we had to wait a long time for that mm-hmm. because they told us about it in February and we didn't get that set till May.
1: Like actually April. And that
0: was the, lo- <laughs> Oh, it was, it was the very end of April. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so that was the longest, like two and a half months ever. Yeah. Um, and and you know, just waiting. I remember seeing that that uh that first old gods reveal and they showed us ten cars, they're like, yeah, we'll be back in like six to eight weeks. Like, what? Yeah. What <laughs> Yeah. What do you mean? A month and a half. What are you talking about? Yeah. Um oh, man. you know, and and oh, that was that was that was brutal. I mean, even this extra week that we thought we were gonna have it last week and we're getting it this week has been long, but um I'm really excited for the the flexibility. It feels like they're doing good things and they're they're trying to Find ways to make the game stay interesting without. I mean, we'll see what what happens. Like card games always get broken. Like constructed as a format about broken decks doing broken things. Mm-hmm. But as long as everybody, as long as it's more like the Mister Burns goes to the doctor gift, <laughs> where all the viruses are trying to get through the door and none of them can actually get through because they're all keeping each other in check, then it's fine, right? It's when every when something feels like busted, and you have to play that. That's when it's a problem. So I, I'm I have confidence in that. And we'll we'll see what happens. So you know, sets are sets going to unlock uh, probably 1 p.m. on on Tuesday the 30th. If you have not bought a pre pre order bundle, you have probably until then to do it. Um, It's worth it if you're going to be playing a lot because you're probably going to get all the rares, uncommons, and probably a lot of the epics and a fair number of legendaries. Um, And I'm looking forward to. I'll be streaming. Tuesday night, probably I'll I'll confirm the time on Twitter. It looks like it's going to be around six on two six Eastern on Tuesday with my wife Maureen opening up a gazillion packs because she won Blister Guy's um mega bundle, and then I have a mega bundle, and we both have like an absurd amount of gold. So it's going to be a lot of packs that the two of us are going to open, and she'll make fun of me for three hours, and it will be a great time. And then, um, yeah, so. Uh, why don't you, before that, why don't you tell everyone where they can find you for more of, um, you know, Squelch and everything else that that you're doing for the community and, every, and you know, all of the, the things that you're doing before we, uh, we wrap up. Sure
1: thing. Up. Uh, follow me on Twitter, Matt at Arms on Twitter, uh, squelch at com, and where other, where other, where other fine uh, podcasts are served. Uh, and in Discord. I'm in Discord a lot, a little too much. So, yeah, just at me if you want to say hey um, or don't. And, or just say hey, and I'll probably say hey anyway. If you don't at me anyway, uh, <laughs> it's uh, yeah. I'm yeah yeah. So yeah, I'll be there, and I'll be posting cool deck lists. And I, you know, this will be the first time I play standard in like a week since I've been playing way too much classic and wild this week. So yeah, I've been force-roaring people and been enjoying yeah. it. So so yeah yeah. It'd be nice to it'd be nice to get get back to it, and uh, I'm really looking forward to uh, I'm really looking forward to Tuesday and Wednesday as well. Yeah. So.
0: It's going to be a lot of fun. So um, you and you can find the links to this episode, including the link to the spreadsheet where we have all of the scores listed um, for posterity at um, at offcurve.com. If you are playing in qualifiers this weekend, God help you. If you're playing qualifiers next weekend, um, I will have the data as such as it is at offcurve.com slash tour. I would imagine those, those archetypes, that's going to be a very busy couple days for me because those archetypes are going to be a bear to get right, but... Um, so, so do use caution, but that data will—at least the class data—will be accurate. At um, at offcurve.com/masters tour, um, you can follow the the, uh, the show's Twitter account at offcurve for announcements when new episodes go live and other other content. You can follow me on Twitter for uh, that and everything else at wickedgood. Um, if you want to uh, be like one of these uh, fun and wonderful people who are uh, enjoying this live on the stream right now and see me streaming, I usually stream. Uh, Monday, 8 p.m. Eastern, and Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern. I'm probably skipping tomorrow's stream because who wants to watch, you know, Standard the Day Before Rotation? And I, I need to conserve my energy, so I'll probably not streaming tomorrow, but we'll be on Tuesday. But normally it's Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern and Thursday at 7 Eastern. And um, you can join the Discord full of wonderful people at, who are all kind and willing to discuss Hearthstone at um, discord.offcurve.com. And... Enjoy the rotation and have fun and be good to each other. We'll talk soon. Have a good one.